You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Welcome to the Cold Movie Cantina. Yes. Hello. <laughs> we still miss the whoops. They whoop? are the whoopers together. All right. Well, oh, yeah. Are we yeah. supposed to whoop? Her yes yeah, threw me every off. Whoop, you always whoop. It's like you and Kevin But do I go, have to whoop? whoop? You kind of. Okay. Kinda well, I wasn't thing. sure. Okay. And then I go, hello. Right. Okay, let's, then let's do it. Try it again. Mm-hmm. It's the Cold Movie Cantina. Woo! <laughs> yes, it is. Here we are. <laughs> this is the podcast. That wasn't rehearsed at all. <laughs> Organic. <laughs> it grows. It grows. This is the podcast that looks at some of your favorite cult films as an alcoholic beverage. Me. Always. Shows that someone who's not seen them. Usually me. And then we talk about it. We do. I'm your neighbor, American pop culture spirit guide, Scotty. And I'm joined by, as always, your lady of libations, <laughs> Countess Stephanie Von Frankenberry. And... Justina, you're a jellical jester. She, she who knows, knows no, no movies. movies. Admiral. At your service. At ease. Oh. <laughs> um, and then we also got our producer, Caleb, over here. Yeah. Caleb this time. I mean, Voice yeah. only today. Voice yeah. only because uh, um, he has sacrificed his camera because we've had troubles with cameras. Like, yeah. since well, well, past one couple of them of ended up in a ditch. Did one of them yeah. end up in a ditch. One of them now decided to quit on us. It doesn't want to work. It, like it it's like w- as soon as I got a it's camera, strike. I didn't get a camera. Right. So um, I'm going to have to figure out how to get more cameras. I want to get a sugar mama. <laughs> so, Girl, baby, if you're, out the, if you're out there, come on. <laughs> I need a camera. I can get you what you leave. Hey, sugar mama. There you go. He can get you some yeah. blue balls. <laughs> that was from last episode. <laughs> <laughs> I have a sugar mama. Just kidding. Uh, we have guests. We do have guests. We have guests. I have my fancy tiara on today because we have guests. I dressed in my my uniform. Yeah, I didn't I put on my tassels. I didn't feel no, like but it. you at least you have your hat on oh, today. Yeah. So uh, we have uh, Mike Evelyn. Hello from the Jester's Court. <laughs> Woo! And then, are we going with your real name, or are we going with the, with the pseudonym? You may call me Mom Thulu. Mom Thulu. Yes. And you have your podcast. I had to write it down because it's very long. It is. Oh, it's not that long. Yeah. Jeez, it's the Innsmouth Rag. There you go. See, yeah. I didn't have to say it. Innsmouth, What's it called? In, the Innsmouth Rag. Okay. The Innsmouth Rag. Innsmouth. I'm a Mom Thulu. It, yeah, right. So it's a, it's a um, Lovecraft. Oh, okay. Thing, cool. So. Nice. So tell us a little bit about your podcasts. Mine? Both of yours. Oh, well. You can I fight to who goes first. I don't <laughs> <laughs> so the, well, you want to fight for it? Because we can. Yeah. Fight! <laughs> fight, fight. Um, so the Innsmouth Rag is a, is a podcast about horror movies. We go and we watch our favorite horror movies again, and then we rag on them like a gossip rag, because that's what we do. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah it's nice. Good, it's a good time. And then his shit is uh, where he defends crappy shit. Uh, <laughs> I probably word it a little bit better. Uh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> we take properties that are unfairly shat upon and we defend them. All right. Sometimes Most recently, they're not unfairly shat upon. Okay. Like, we don't always like agree. The postman. Oh, why are you, you bringing done, my episode up? <laughs> have you done cats? Cats. That's the movie. Okay, like so the newest cat. God, it's okay. awful. Uh, it's, it's, yeah. We're not going to do that one. We're not going to do that one. Because, I mean, it's a ringing into endorsement when right someone now. says, "God, it's awful." <laughs> yeah. Like, God, awful. They hate it, but I liked it. I can defend that. That could be your episode. Okay. All right. I have to watch it first. I can't, you know, I'm all. Oh, don't do it. Oh, we saw it in theaters. Just don't do it. (laughs) It was was a a season one episode we did. I have four cats, like actual cats, and I almost got rid of them after that movie. (laughs) That's very dramatic. I was just over it. You came home and you're like, to the pound. (laughs) I came home and one of them was tapped Done with cats. She was like, shit. Tier two. Yeah. I saw the railroad cat. um, I got to guest on the Justice Court uh, a few weeks ago. For um for postman for the postman, postman. For my the postman. co-host is making fun of terrible movie <laughs> it's not a terrible movie giant holes 
Giant Holes. Oh, but that's all movies. All it movies was have Dances with Wolves, but dystopian. Sure, that's okay. <laughs> I've seen none. Dances of the with Wolves won an Oscar, so he's like, I'll just try them. Try yeah. what I had. Yeah, yeah. And then Kevin Costner went, you know what? That did great. So let me just remake that movie in all niches that I can. See, Kevin Costner like Waterworld. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Costner's like, I need a three-hour movie all the time. Every single yeah. Kevin he was Costner doing it. He was doing three-hour movies. And did you yeah. ever notice that he uses the same font for those movies? Too? Absolutely. Like Postman, all of the like the the actor script is all in that like fancy. Right. Like, he's like, I I'm, saw that in Dances with Wolves. You know. Like, he's like, I'm 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 good with this. I'm comfortable. I'm happy. This is what I get. Now but I every director does that. Yeah. Name one John Woo movie where you don't have dubs. Name yeah. one. They Woo? don't exist. Who's John Woo? You know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you'll fit in right or in Just who's John Woo? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know any of the things you guys have just Broken. said. Or dancing with the Listen to her. She has I'm no clue like, about yeah, any yeah, of what exactly we're talking what about. It's like. uh-huh. This is I'm why we love her. Hand, so I'm be like, Broken Arrow. Mm-hmm. I, just, I just sit here and just listen, and I get a context clue, and I go, I know that person. And that's what I use. I know that And then she'll get excited I've seen that one movie. That's it. Or, or my favorite thing, because she's went to film school. And <laughs> right. yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's gone to she's film gone school. To, she's got a degree in film. and uh, Doesn't watch movies. And uh, she's like, oh, I didn't see that movie, but they showed a clip of it well, in the class. I've seen scenes of movies <laughs> yeah. that I had to watch and then like break down. So like, went to uh, film school, the film. but doesn't watch movies. Is that like working at a restaurant and you're like, I don't want to eat this food anymore? <laughs> <laughs> like, you're just so <laughs> sick of it. I was you're like, like this beforehand. Yeah. That I don't like I watch movies now. I just don't. Because we make her. What, I, I watched some of my own movies, Scotty. <laughs> I was going to say, you've watched at least as many she watch Elvis she, on her own. She saw Elvis last week. I'm very, I'm very proud of her on that. But um, there's a lot of movies that I should have seen for my age. Yeah. Like like classics I should have seen, and I was very sheltered as a child, and then mm. I had kids younger, and so like I just haven't seen a lot of movies, and then I don't think to go back and watch them because I genuinely don't know they're there. And That's I'm glad that happened to you because we wouldn't have a, po- you know, a podcast That's premise. Right. You make you help make the show interesting. So I try to watch movies. Everybody goes, "Hey, have you seen this?" I'm like, "You know, I haven't." Because I mean, Steph and I had a podcast <laughs> for a while, but you know, and then they're like, "You haven't seen it." I'm Alcohol's like, great. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah. two of us <laughs> drinking because you were drinking at the time. <laughs> the time. So it was the two of us drinking, drinking talking it's about movies. But so now we added your thing. It's just it, a whole other dynamic. Now it's got mm. it just in the middle, going, "Ladies, Mm-mm. stop drinking." Just calm down. <laughs> this is why he usually makes us wait till later on in the in the podcast nice. for the libation instead of at the beginning. That's true. Sometimes we're because we would like, be lit. <laughs> we have been yeah. lit. Some, we have been shows. lit. Yeah. We have definitely. <laughs> I've heard the episodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of them involved hunch punch or witch's brew, if you will. Yeah. Man. No, that was that like that bucket hunch punch for that <laughs> awful Oz. Yeah, we're trying the last yeah. time he drank. No, the last time last I drank. Last time was the absent. Absent. Not the absent. That was like a fluke. Yeah, because I was because like, I was we drinking when I was drinking the last. Yeah, and that was one of those those things where I like I need to rethink my life decisions. Because <laughs> <laughs> also wanted to mash. Scotty was sick time. for like four days. Oh after my god, the I was sick punch. for like four days on a hunch punch. For for go back and watch uh, Return to Oz. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it was the one for, it for, w- for yeah. Return to Oz. I, I like how you remember that stuff. No. Not, I just remember the drinks. And I remember the movies. I don't remember <laughs> where, where they where they yeah. went. Yeah. <laughs> Back to John Woo. Have we done Face Off? No, we haven't. I love no. Jigsaw. Are we calling that I a cult classic? That either. I I would. <laughs> we did Titanic. <laughs> is that on the really show. a classic? Our, yet? our premise yes. is our, our title and our premise are kind of what we call loose. <laughs> <laughs> I'd call Face Off a cult classic. I kind of would too. Face Off. I know yeah, what the box face. to that movie looks like. <sighs> no, I know which one that is. That's the one with um, John Travolta and Nick Cage. Nick Cage. Nick Cage. They yep. swap bodies. It's 
awful. It's great. <laughs> John Travolta and Nick and there's Cage. doves because it's John. No, nope, swap faces. faces. That's why I faces face off. Yeah. It's those two people together, though? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's weird. And like 1996 uh, no. Yeah, it's, it's based on audiences not understanding how bone structure works. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's fine. They look exactly the same. If you take the skin of your face off and put it on someone else, it would look just like you. Just like <laughs> <you>. <laughs> Creepy. Science. Science. Uh, I have a little bit of paperwork to do before we start. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, if you like uh, our podcast, you can uh, listen to us on any podcast app. If you have... Uh, um, please rate and subscribe because that's very, very helpful. And uh, if we're on a podcast app that you're like, I like your podcast, but you're not on Farfanugan, well, just email me at mobcastnetwork at gmail.com and we will get on Farfanugan. But Absolutely. I think we're keep saying that. What if Farfanugan reached out and they're like, dude, you're on our, our <laughs> podcast? Like, stop using us as an example. Well, if they know how to email me now, <laughs> <Okay>, <laughs> <perfect. you> <laughs> that's right. Um, we're on Facebook at facebook.com slash cultmoviecantina where we play games like uh, Wrong Title Only and Caption This. And I post tons of trailers. That's mostly what I've been doing lately. Like there's some good ones. There's some. Yeah, you saw a bunch of good ones with. Oh um, gosh, everyone! I was the one in the theater. Elvis. One. We're gonna go see that. We're gonna go see that. Every single movie. I looked at her and she was like, "You want to see that one too?" I was like, "Yes, yes, I do." They're good. Continue. I'm sorry. It's gonna be a good summer <laughs> for movies, I think. I think so too. Uh, and then you can see our smiling faces at YouTube.com/slash/MobcastNetwork. You can. This week. Not Caleb, so he lost the game. <laughs> well, <laughs> we can hear Caleb's voice though. His angelic. He's going to be like, like voice. you know, the, the wizard behind the curtain. <laughs> Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> uh, this week we watched Return of the Living Dead. We did. From 1985. I had seen this before, by the way. Like, I didn't think I had. <laughs> <laughs> but as, as I was watching it. <laughs> I love the inhale from the Jellicle Jester. <laughs> you, you all right there? Yeah. I can't wait to get into this. <laughs> Um, directed by Dan O'Bannon uh, Written uh, by Dan O'Bannon But it had a lot of help uh, John Russo Who um, Worked on Night of the Living Dead And owned Part of the Rights Sort of And uh, uh, He's the one who Presented this And uh, tried to get this made In the first place uh, And Went to uh, A guy named Rudy Ricky Who wrote a draft And then Russell Steiner Wrote a draft And uh, That's how we got this movie uh, stars uh, Clue uh, Gulliger as Bert. Um, James Karen, who I deser- think deserved an Oscar for this film, as Frank. <laughs> that was by far my favorite person. Oh, God, Frank is like acting his ass off in this movie. It's like, like children, if you want to be an actor, watch Return of the Living Dead and just watch Frank. That's a master class right there. Just watch it. Yeah. To be clear, just Frank. Just, just Frank. Frank. Just Frank, yeah. Uh, Don Calfa as Ernie. Tom Matthews as Freddy. Beverly Randolph as Gina. <laughs> Uh, John Fiblin as Chuck Miguel A. A. Nunez as Spider He's been in a bunch of stuff He's a really Mm -hmm. good actor He's Joanna Man Uh, Brian Peck as Scuzz He was also a couple other people in the movie Uh, Lena Quinley Quinley as Trash And Mark Venturney as Suicide That's our cast and crew And so now we're on to The Fun Facts of 1985 That would be me I have done all of my fun facts for this show in a question format. Ooh. <laughs> so I hope you're all ready. So. Okay, 1985, I was not yet in high school, so I wasn't drinking yet. Therefore, I might be able to answer some. <laughs> <laughs> I was four years old. I was going to say, I was not yet in high school because I was five. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was four years old. 
I was six. I was not yet in. You were not world. six. Oh no no, I was negative four. I went the other way. Didn't I? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Your math skills yeah. are very right. bad. I was in middle school. Negative four. I was about to say you and I were not in this world yet. Yeah, you're not. <laughs> I wasn't even thought of yet. Not yet. You oh. might have been thought of. You might. Have. I don't know. My parents are pretty young. I hope not. <laughs> what month did this come out? Um, August, I think. Uh, let me see. I have okay, it. Okay, you, you are correct. August. So it would have been the summer. Before my eighth grade, I just turned four years old. I uh, <laughs> was turning eight. It was right in the middle of Stranger Things happening. So yeah, yeah, actually, Stranger Things happening. There you go. You guys ready? Yes, yes, ma'am. Question fun pack number one: What began as an anti-littering campaign in 1985? Give a hoot, Give a don't, hoot pollute. don't pollute. That was fantastic. You're both wrong. Oh. But you did it together. So beautiful. <laughs> beautifully work. incorrect. In honor of Scotty, is that where they started the Native American with the tear? First of all, that dude was Italian. Well, I'm sure the actor, <laughs> was, really? sure the actor was not actually Native American. Iron Eyes Cody was an Italian guy pretending to be an Indian. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, and so, no, that was in the 70s. It was the 70s. Anybody? Anti-littering. Um, 85? I don't See, my gut would have been, you know, give a hoot, don't pull yeah. it. Because that sounds like... I remember the car- the commercial. Mm, I don't know. Don't mess with Texas. Uh, oh! Yeah. That was an anti-lyric. Yeah, it started as an anti Don't mess with... Don't mess with... Oh, that's cute. Okay, I don't remember that one at all. Yeah, it started as an anti... You don't know anti- the te- Texas slogan, don't mess with Texas? <laughs> yeah. I know the slogan, but that's I didn't know it was anti litter None yeah. of us did. That's where oh. it, yeah, that's where it started. That's I, why I, it's I, a I, I knew that, but I forgot. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I knew that, but you I You educated us. You're yeah. welcome. <laughs> Thank you. And now don't mess with Texas. That's why you're an admiral. What was the price of the postage stamp in 1985? 18 cents. cents. 18 cents, what'd you say? 27. 27. 17 cents. Um, 20. 25. It was 22 cents. 22. Wow. We were all skirting around it. You were yeah. all. Right. I, I didn't think it was a quarter yet. So. Mm-hmm. Now here's a movie-based question. All right. The Chinese government banned what because of its use of time travel and because it was a disrespectful portrayal of history? <laughs> Back to the Future. That is correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That Chinese was in our fun like, facts. No. That was right. in our trivia for our live Pensacon show two yeah. years ago. Things you keep in your brain. <laughs> <laughs> can't do math, but I can do this stuff. Yes, you can. <laughs> All right. Stephanie's favorite game. Oh, God. Oh. Hollywood hunks, sex symbols, and leading men. There are four. Hmm. What year did we do last last time? Ninety five. Okay, so Brad Pitt's not in this one. Um, eighty <laughs> five. Um, I'm gonna say Tom Selleck. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say Tom. Selleck. That was that was gonna be one of my guesses too. You were all wrong. Okay. Harrison Let's Ford. Yes. Harrison Ford. Oh, okay. There you go. That's a good one. Post Indiana Jones. I think this is Witness. Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. Harrison Ford for real. I have seen that one by the way. Which one? Witness. Oh. Okay. Oh wow. <laughs> Um, what about Indiana Jones? Uh, no, because we kept talking about doing it on here, so I just have for a frame oh, from watching. Cool. Let's do, um, how about um, no. the one we were just talking about? What? <laughs> oh, golly, I think earlier. I know Tom Cruise? No. Tom Cruise would would have been way too young, I think, for this. Oh, no, Risky Business. Or maybe. She's giving me the looks. I know, tra- I know who you're talking about, John Travolta. Is that who you're thinking about? 
Uh, maybe. It is John Travolta. He's one of yeah. them. Yeah. I'll yeah. Go, yeah. It can't, be Nick, it can't yeah. be Nick Cage. He's yeah. still not quite. So John Cowboy. Travolta. So we've got two more. Man, this is hard from the 80s. I'm Patrick trying to Mark remember. Mark Harmon. There you go. Yep. That was a good guess, though, right? It was good. <laughs> I really think that was good. Would you yeah. like some initials? Yes. yes. MJ. Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson. No. Michael Jordan? No. <laughs> He's too early. That's eight. Um. Ooh. Michael J. Fox? No. <laughs> I think I would have to say MJF for that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Maybe Kel Jordan? <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 Anybody? I'm uh, MJ's. MJ is Mick Jagger. Uh, really? Uh, yeah, okay. Jagger? Because he got them moves like Jagger. But yeah. he's not good he looking, bless uh, his heart. Yeah, he has not pretty. Voted on people he's who not pretty. See. He's not pretty. And then the last one is RR. Robert Redford. That is correct. That's it. Yeah. I was thinking Ryan Reynolds. Kind of nope, correct. not Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds <laughs> was like RA, nope. so. Yeah. He was a baby. I'm like, nope. All right, next question. In okay. 1985, what was found 370 miles from Newfoundland. The Titanic. That is correct. There you go. Who started selling their own menswear clothing line? Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> he sold everything else. <laughs> uh, right. Ralph Lauren? Nope. I just picked a designer. Yeah, and yeah. Calvin Klein. It's the same kind of concept, but nope. Versace. Nope. Victoria's think Secrets. <laughs> no, think, a, think a little bit more masculine. Okay. <laughs> and a little bit more non expensive. Tommy Hilfiger? Yes. Yeah, there oh. you go. He was the next one. Yep. Forgot he existed. Right. <laughs> well, it's because it's not the 90s anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's all There's that. There's that. Yeah. Give, it, give it some time. It'll come back. Uh-huh. It all comes back. What was the actual day off for Ferris Bueller in 1985? Oh, shit. Like the date? No, the dates or the day of the week? No, like the actual date for Ferris. Yeah, because it because it is because it is a holiday because they have a parade going for it. Oh, that's a jerk. they can pinpoint. They have pinpointed the day that he actually took off. Oh, that's cool. Based on all the facts the in the data movie. from the Braves versus the Cubs game he attended. That too. Okay, yeah. so they were able to go back and figure out the actual day right. that his. But day there's off. a German, like a German pride parade because mm. there the people that they're with a. Later hose and then yep. he's dancing yeah, with. So it had to be in October sometime, I'm thinking. He was in school. Oh, wait a minute. It can't be October because it's baseball. No, because baseball's not in October. It's yeah. in the summer. So you got to be like September. That was also Illinois, and we take every opportunity to throw parties up there. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. There That's what I want to be. Um, I'll do September 15th. It's not in September. So anybody else want to mm-hmm. guess? I'm going to pick another month. Okay, hold on. Uh, August 1st. I have no idea. So let me make it a little bit easier. Okay. We're in the same month. Okay. June. Yes. June the fifth. Well, why, why was he in school then? It was June the fifth. Uh, oh! Month oh. over the wind. Up north, that you don't get out of school till like the fourteenth, fifteenth of June. <laughs> really? Yeah, but you start after Labor Day too. So oh, wait. I didn't know that. I was like, why are they in school in June? Wait. What the hell is that's that? What, that's what I was used to growing up. <laughs> okay, so so. It's the it's the last two weeks of school. Why do they care if he skipped or not? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, because he's already he's missed like so many days. Yeah. That's just like he's almost there till Mulligan. Let's it's like you'll <laughs> leave him alone. You say that like that principal has a rational decision making throughout the week. No. Yeah, n- yeah. This is a principal who literally chases him to his own house, and <laughs> this is also a principal who's on the um, 
Yeah, what's well, sexual? Yeah, uh, I was about to sex say sex offender list. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He was also possessed by uh, a sp- alien in Howard the Duck. <laughs> right. I love. He's Howard also the Duck. Emperor Joseph. I love Howard the Duck. Al- also, <laughs> I, I, if you ever do a Howard the Duck episode, I will appear on that. I gotta look. The problem is a lot of times those like that they actually have good They're ratings. Good. Like now, now people go back and undo that. Yeah. Well, the t- I mean, Howard the Duck is responsible for Pixar, so. That's true. Yeah. So. There's that. So there's there's some good to come out of Howard the Duck. <laughs> All right, next, ma'am. So the next one, I'm going to butcher most of these words. All right. <laughs> what film is based on the true story of Roy Lee Rocky Dennis, an American mask. boy? Oh my yeah, God. mask. Yeah. It's a great movie. It is a it great, is great movie. It's got Cher. Can, can I just say, as an outside observer, how heartbroken it was her yeah, her face when he like mid sentence, and she clearly thought she had a great one, and it's like halfway through it. He says Rocky Dennis is mask. Yeah, so I didn't know that. All right, so my friend, I'm colorblind, mm-hmm. and I have friends at work because you know I have to work with colors because I'm, I'm an animator, and um, there's a scene where Rocky is uh, trying to impress his blind girlfriend. He meets at a camp, and so he's trying to explain color, and he does it with touch and feeling, and so he's like he 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 boils a rock and he puts it in her hand and goes, "That's red." And then when it cools down, it's pink. And that's all they say to me when they talk about pink. And oh, so, yeah. and so I get that reference all the damn time. <laughs> so, yeah, Rocky Dennis shows up a lot in my life. <laughs> well, anyway. Finish the question. The only thing left are the hard words. I know. An American I'm boy who had craniodiaphysial dysplasia, mm-hmm. an extremely rare bone disease. You ever seen it? Mask, yes. Yeah. That was one of my mom's favorites. So mm. I had seen it a couple times. Mm. Eric, Eric Stoltz on his messed yeah. up face. He was amazing, though. Oh, yeah. The chair's great, isn't it? And the makeup, as far you know, because I'm a makeup artist. And you, when I was a kid, of course, watching that movie, I had no idea that was makeup. I mean, it was flawless. Mm-hmm. Really good quality makeup. Okay. What was the first soft drink to be consumed in space when astronauts aboard the space shuttle Challenger tested their space can on July 12, 1985? I'm showing off the. That's how close That's the real real boy. I want to say Coke, but I'm guessing it was probably like Tab or something. Yeah. uh, It was Coke. It was Was Coke. Coca Cola. The cola. Whose voice was legally declared as one of Michigan's natural resources? (laughs) What the hell? I just got a text Any from my husband. Any voice actors specifically from Michigan? About the movie. I'm sorry. What was the question? Whose voice was legally declared as one of Michigan's natural resources? Any singers or voice actors from Michigan? That I'm trying to think who's, from, who's singing from Michigan. Howie Mandel. <laughs> <laughs> He's Canadian. <laughs> okay, well, close, you know. You're right. yeah, it's, 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 it's like right there. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, that's a good one, yeah. Aretha Franklin. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Respect. I was about to say, is she from Michigan? That makes sense with Detroit. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're going to play the quotes game. All right. Okay. I know none of these. So if you guys do. This is hilarious. More power to you. Courage. Willow. Okay. That was it? Yep. Courage. Yes. Well, my gut instinct is the cowardly lion, but. That's 1939. Right, so I'm like, no, just courage. It still sounded like a lion. Right. It does. You kind of kind of kind of there. I kind of need more. Yeah. No, that's it. So you get courage. I'm just saying. Uh, look, I, I don't think that's a quote. I think that's just a word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so 
that a line? It was said by Dan Rather for a new ending for his daily news broadcast. Courage. All right, go Dan Rather and Courage. What's just saying? It was also said by Willis. I'm thinking old people watch Dan Rather, so I was not. I didn't old. know who yeah. that was. He's a news guy for Channel yeah. Five. I assumed he was a news person. for CBS. Okay. Thank you for your support. Mm. Uh, Bartles and James. That's correct. Oh, I remember those commercials. You look marvelous. Marvelous. You look marvelous. That's um, Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal. SNL. Well done. So that one season of SNL that's yeah. not terrible. You but look really marvelous. It's better to look good than to feel good. <laughs> you look marvelous. You look marvelous. And to end the segment, what was the most popular video game of 1985? Pong. No. Um, you, guys <laughs> you guys have That's this. late enough Mario was out, wasn't it? I'm going to go with Mario. Um, what Mario? Well, the first. Super Mario Brothers. Okay. Mario the first. <laughs> what you've played. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've I've heard that episode. <laughs> you should watch it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. And then yeah. watch it play Red Dead Anybody Redemption. That was even funnier. Anybody else? Uh, um, Ms. Pac Man. No, that's incorrect. It was uh, Mario Brothers. Mario Brothers. Yeah. And I will Look tell you the you description about it. Right at least Mario once okay. and his brother Luigi traveled through the Mushroom Kingdom, killing as many turtles and Goombas as possible, and to save Princess Toadstool from Bowser's castle. Except she was never in the castle until the final level. It's enough to make a plumber want to break through the ceiling in the first dungeon and just warp on over to the fourth level. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's what you can do. Princess Toadstool? Yeah. Yes. yeah so that's who we had in the movie, was Toadstool? No, yes. that was Daisy in the movie. Well, I am as so the good. game goes on, they, the they movie, switch it yeah. up. Okay. And now this is how Justina feels about everything yeah, we do. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's super so, so it's Toadstool in the first game, but she later becomes known as Peach. Peach. Okay. And the movie, they chose Daisy, who's one of the later princesses that Mario saves, who later becomes Luigi's girlfriend. Like, What's it's up? just a whole bunch of flowers getting stuck places, is what I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> you can find this on the NES or the NES Classic. It's true. We have an NES Classic right over there. Wow. It doesn't yep. play the same, though. I do better on the classic, and Derby Wife does better on the original Here's format. a question. If they ever do a Wario version of Peach, is she Weech? <laughs> <laughs> Wazy. <laughs> does Wario have a... There's a Waluigi, Ouija, right? Yeah, Waluigi. Waluigi, thank you. Waluigi. And so... Kayla, find out there's so an evil girl version. Oh, no, because war- you see Mario, and then there's Wario. Right. Then there's Luigi and Waluigi. Right, so would it be Waich? Maybe. Or just Weech. <laughs> I love Waich. I kind of like Waich because it, it plays into Witch. Oh. Waich, Witch. Uh-huh. If she's not Witchly, somebody has missed it. Missed opportunity. Brothers and sisters, gather round. On July 3rd. Preach it. <laughs> at the Unita Medical Supply Warehouse, Foreman Frank tries to impress a new employee, Freddie, by showing him military drums of toxic gas called trioxin. I like that he started his job the day before July 4th. It's <laughs> a great day to start your job. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, it sounds like working for Walmart. I, immediately, the immediately. first time I worked for Walmart, it was like, yeah, tomorrow's Labor Day, so you're coming in, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I did not plan. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um... Frank accidentally unleashes the toxic gas in one of the barrels, which seemingly melts his, the cadaver inside and reanimates another cadaver stored in a meat locker. 
Joined by their boss, Bert, the three discover that every part of the zombie zombie can survive independently. But has the zo- zombie uh, Bert has the zombie incinerated at a nearby mortuary by his friend Ernie. But this inadvertently causes the deadly gas to contaminate the air, creating a toxic rainfall that reanimates the corpses in the cemetery. Meanwhile, Freddy's girlfriend Trina and his friend Spider Trash Chuck Casey and Scuzz uh, and suicide. <clears throat> Arrive uh, at the cemetery to meet Freddy at his job while Trash starts stripping on a gravestone for reasons. Uh, (laughs) uh, Tina goes to the warehouse first and wanders into the basement where she encounters the reanimated but horribly disfigured cadaver from the barrel that was assumed to have dissolved. The rest of the group arrives shortly after and saves her in the nick of time, although suicide is killed. It's kind of in his name. (laughs) <laughs> After Casey realized she saw Freddy entering the mortuary, the group attempts to reach him through the cemetery, where they are attacked by the re-emerging zombies. Trash is killed, and Chuck and Casey flee back to the warehouse, but Spider, Tina, and Scuzz reach the mortuary. Yay! Yay! The three discover that Frank and Freddy are growing ill from their exposure to the gas, with a medical test uh, implying that they are no longer alive. When Bert and Ernie learn of the dead rising from the graves, they barricade the mortuary thereafter. Scuzz is killed while protecting the barricade, and the zombies eat the paramedics and police who arrive on the scene. Send more paramedics. Send more cops. Uh, With Frank and Freddy showing signs of becoming zombies themselves, Bert has them locked in in the chapel, accompanied by Tina because she refuses to abandon Freddy for reasons. (laughs) She loves him. God, teenagers, man. Uh, (laughs) Freddy soon attempts uh, attempts to eat Tina, prompting Bert, Ernie, and Spider to rescue her by reopening the chapel. He also loves her brains. (laughs) Bert and Ernie. Mm -hmm. Yep. Frank manages to escape during the chaos and still has control of his mind, commits suicide by immolating... Puts himself in the crematorium. I don't... That's weird. Um... Also, he's already dead, so is it suicide? That's just a discussion for later. (laughs) Yes, it is a discussion, because the question is, is he dead? Is he dead? Because I've got got questions for that. It's probably my favorite scene in the movie. Uh, Bert and Spider flee the mortuary in a police car, but the large number of zombies forces Bert to leave Ernie and Tina behind. Ernie and Tina hide in the mortuary uh, attic while a blinded Freddy attempts to break in. Tina, I can smell your brains. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Freddy. <laughs> Bert and Spider manage to get back inside the warehouse where they find Casey and Chuck after incapacitating the, the basement zombie whom the spider named Tarman. Bert attempts to uh, contact the police but learns they are massacred by zombies after being overrun. But then decides to call the number on the military drums, which they should have done before this movie even started. <laughs> which reaches a military officer, Colonel Glover. Notified that the zombies have been taken over in the area, Glover has the town destroyed by uh, nuclear artillery on the morning of July 4th, effectively killing Bert and the other survivors. In the wake of the nuclear strike in Louisville, Colonel Glover has uh, overheard telling his command officer that everything went as planned and that the result couldn't be more positive. Only a small area was destroyed, and he says casualties are limited. Plus, the toxic rain, which again is... um, might be burning some skin on contact, but that's okay. It's putting out the fires. As he speaks, more zombies in uh, cemeteries around are heard screaming in the graves, and the invasion is about to begin again. Credits. I'll let y'all discuss. I- I've talked a minute. I-, I have questions. Oh, good. <laughs> okay, I accept some Agent Orange, Agent Orange gas, which, by the way, Vietnam was way more interesting than I realized. Right. <laughs> Can reanimate corpses and zombies walk around. <laughs> How do the ones that are all just skeletons 
walk and move. Okay, so there's no bone or muscular like muscle left. And I have questions even on top of that. <laughs> <laughs> These to me are not zombies. They're they're I mean, they're they're walking. They're talking. They're they're communicating with you. They are telling you why they want to eat your brains, which. To put them out of pain, so I mean, they're feeling they're just, they're just, so they're feeling pain, which means that they have nerves that are actually working, even though you don't necessarily have skin or nerves there that are working. Um, they are opening doors. They are operating machines. They are these are not zombies. They're just more advanced zombies. But they're not. They're I mean, eye it's, zombies. They're not okay. So zombies. My belief in of, of, of zombie is a corpse, something that is dead, that is kept alive by some sort of weird electrical impulses that is keeping the body animated. But they have, I mean, no, really, I mean, communication skills, no, they're, you know, just dumb moving bodies. They don't know how to open doors. They don't know how, you know what I'm saying? And these things, not only that, you can't kill the damn things. <laughs> I mean, you, it's weird. I have. Mm. I like that as a premise for this one movie, but if you're talking about building a world, that becomes problematic. Yeah. Very much so. Well, very much so. Which they tried. So this movie has four sequels. Yep. Right, and oh, yeah. which is what my my question is like: Are they really dead at this point? What what do you consider dead? Because they're communicating, their brains are functioning. You know, death is usually when your brain ceases to function. All this stuff is working, so are they truly dead? I think I think for this film, though, it redefines what a zombie is, and there's specifically reasons why they do that. Because, uh, like Mike said, it's like the in this specifically, they set up established rules, and I think their their big rule is we're not Night of the Living Dead zombies. We're not right. those yeah. guys, right? And we, and so, what are those guys do? Let's try not to do any of that stuff. Yeah, like they so, literally go out of their way to make sure that you know it's not Night of the Living exactly. Dead, exactly, because they literally have the line of, "You mean the movie light?" Yeah, right. So, like, um, these guys are fast. They're communicative. They can use tools. Um, the first ones we had brains. Yeah, they were. At, that's a, the, this is the start. Just of brains. Right. Zombies eat brains. Right. Right. But and they, they didn't say just eat brains because when trash got on the ground. They all came and swarmed and ate her, but she had no head wounds, so they did not eat Trash's brains. I think that's kind Which of is weird. weird. I, I think that was just... I know, I'm kind of with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. But well, like maybe Trash didn't have any brains. Or like Scuzz. <laughs> <laughs> so, that tracks. <laughs> but so Scuzz does get a brain bite. Right. And Suicide both get brain bites. Right. And they, they don't, don't get up. And they don't, they don't rise. return, yeah. So it's not an infectious disease. Yeah. No, it's the gas. It's, it's the gas. Well, it's the so gas. it's the gas. And, so, so, and the g- so the reason Trash got up is because when she died, she died in the puddle. Yeah, she yeah. was in the puddle. In the puddle but the she other was in two, the puddle outside, the yeah. Two, it's, just, it's, it's interesting. Which must be very concentrated, the gas, because burning one body put it up in the atmosphere to make the rain toxic. I was like, that's not how condensation works. So I talked to... Um, oh, well, I'm sorry. I, I talked to a chemist okay. about this while I was watching mm-hmm. this earlier this Delightful. week. Delightful. Uh, well, like uh, you did like for real research. I did, I did. I talked to my friend uh, Josie um, Clemens, and she is a professor at South, and she teaches chemistry. Right. And I was like, because my question was, I was curious about like, were they burning the body? How much of of a chemical would would not be consumed by the flame? I mean, because right. fire does change properties of chemicals. Absolutely. 
And she was like, oh, no, you know, it could, could totally be immune to the fire and evaporate and go in the sky. That that could totally happen. <laughs> and so, I mean, it can. But here's my other thing, because I, I used to work in, in a cemetery for mm. a cemetery. So you've got bodies buried at least six feet under. But not only are they in coffins for, you know, number one, this rain has to penetrate six <laughs> feet down into a coffin, but not just a coffin. The majority of cemeteries, your coffin is placed inside of a vault, right, yeah. a concrete vault. So you've got six feet, concrete vault, and a coffin. How does all that rain get to those bodies? Some heavy rain. You guys all watch the same movie as me, right? <laughs> yeah. And you're asking these questions? <laughs> like, the first scene, I was like, this is going to be ridiculous. <laughs> and it was. It and was. And, and the, it was. And I, I love this movie. I think this is my favorite zombie movie. I ain't. Really? Yeah, overall. That's interesting. It is, it is silly and fun. Okay. But it's, it's also got one of the scariest premises I've ever heard of. And that is... When you die, it hurts. You, it hurts. Yeah, and because, you know, hurts. death is supposed to be like peace and everything's good. And it's like, oh, it would suck. You'd be like, oh, yeah, now I'm dead. I'm still somehow it's conscious and dead. everything sucks. I don't want, well, you can feel yourself rot. I've been horrified by that since I saw this movie in the 80s. Okay, yeah, I mean, this yeah, is like yeah, a yeah. nightmare scenario. Which is an interesting concept when you think about it. By, by that, by what you just stated, did the people who wrote this their concept of death is that you have no soul and there is no afterlife. Yeah. Like you're just going to be there in pain or, in or, your rotting body. Or even even worse is like, well, the thing about this is that you do have a soul and a body and your soul leaves and goes on to the afterlife and does this thing, but your body also still remains. And so you've got like an echo of what but, you like are. Like the meat still works. The but. meat still works. And it's like, uh, oh God, right. Horrifying. <laughs> it's crazy. I... I enjoyed watching the movie. I mean, Jamie, you know, of course, watched it with me, <laughs> <laughs> which, you know, is good or bad, depending. But we both laughed. It's I mean, funny. we giggled all the way through it's, it. I mean, it's yeah. a horror comedy. Yeah. 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 We, we literally, <laughs> Jamie, Jamie couldn't believe. <laughs> Jamie's watching her when um, Trash, you know, gets naked. He's looking around. He's like, isn't anybody going to do her? She's right there naked. Why is nobody doing her? I would have done her. Because there's nowhere to stick it. There's no bit, yeah. I know. He was so funny. He's like, I would have done her. <laughs> you would have tried. There's nowhere to stick it. Yeah, she's not. I know. She well, got I, no that's it. It was so weird. Like, so, it was okay, weird. So when it first started and they were in the car, I was like, she's my favorite. <laughs> like, she got out of the car and slid down the hood in a weird way. It was weird like Kate McKinnon. Right. Like, it was that kind of weird where I was like, that person makes me happy. And then they get to the cemetery. She takes her clothes off. And I was like. Doesn't just take them off because like, that's bad enough. Like she rips them, them off. Yes. She's like, no, these are going back on. To We're a done. point where, like, I looked over at Derby Wife. I was like, how come she doesn't <laughs> have lady bits? Because she was wearing a suit. We'll she was wearing a smooth suit. I understand suit. that, but they uh, it just looked like she just, shaved. Just, it was you weird. Can see her just, butt, you can see just her boobs. The, there's a whole section on it in bar trivia today. Okay. <laughs> I have a whole section of it. Whole thing. I no longer liked her at that moment. Because then it got she got weird and needy weird. Yeah. And I was she like, was. I don't like that. Because at first she was fun weird, and then she got needy. And I was like, oh, She's kind of so, like my, my Siamese cat when she goes into heat. <laughs> 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 I believe it. So, so... Um, there's a lot I want to talk about this movie, but since we're talking about the punk, let's talk about the punks for a second. Please. Okay. So you've got, um, you've got the two preppy kind of ones. Mm -hmm. I don't uh, think those two somehow considered punks. Yeah, like. No, there they are. They were, they're, they're so they're different. 
I being a punk in the '80s, and I was, I was more of them, and they're more what you would call whammers back then. Right. Okay. So they were different. You had the like the hardcore punks. And then you had the whammers that were still considered alternative, and they would all hang out together. And then you got Spider, who's clearly the only black kid in Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah. Right. Or this part of who's like, I'm just going to hang out with these white kids. Because <laughs> he's just like, I need friends. And because he doesn't, and he's right. like, also the most capable out of all of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then you got Scuzz, who was a traditional punk. You right. Know, he's got the, the mohawk and everything. I think he was better in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but you know. <laughs> That's uh-huh. true. Uh-huh. Um, but then you've got Tina. Who is so preppy. Who, who, I think she's mad at daddy. Yeah. And is hanging out with these people. Yeah. Well, unless her boyfriend ties them together. Right. Like, and that's the only reason she's hanging out with those people. Yeah. yeah. Freddie, and he's only punk because he's got that earring. Yeah. <laughs> so she's like, he's dressed for work. Maybe when he gets off work, work, he's got a whole yeah, chain you know. and everything. Yeah. He's, he's going to know where to party, too, guys. Yeah. Okay. yeah. He's got He always knows the best places to party. He's trying to look real good for work. These kids were so diverse and so had too much attitude, like they almost could be Power Rangers. What? color <laughs> would each of them be um, um power rangers didn't think too deep in it so power rangers <laughs> totally made it so trash like, would be red there wasn't an Asian i was one, offended i was offended color. by the yeah. color yeah. choices she would just go with her the power yeah, ranger. Uh, tina, yeah tina, tina would be pink yeah tina's your pink ranger um uh casey's your blue ranger um scuzz would be the bad the guy. The white one? White, <laughs> white ranger. The green ranger? A green ranger, when yeah. he was emo? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When he was so, so that I guess that leaves so the white. I mean, we're running out colors. I mean, there's yeah. more. I guess know, that leaves the white for Freddy, then, because right. Freddy needs to be somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, but they had, they're almost like... Like, six years from now, they would have been Power Rangers. They'd be like, we're going to go to Angel Grove, fight zombies there. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, I, I... Oh, man, Power Rangers versus zombies? I'd watch that. <laughs> that's, that's God. Has there been a Power Rangers recently? Uh, there's the yeah, it's current still, run. I, I, yeah, yeah, they're, they're I mean, still making shows. No, 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 like a movie. Oh, the last no, was movie was 2017. Yeah, 2017. Yeah. Wait, did they do more than one movie? Just yes. The, Where have you well, been? Well, they've done, like... <laughs> not watching Power Rangers... Me either. There's three, right? Uh, With the original cast, there's three, but there are other there are other movies. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like there's direct video stuff, but like right. theatrical. Yeah, the last theatrical was the 2017. 17. Interesting. Yeah, go, I grew go. up watching Voltron, which is what Power Rangers ripped off. So yeah. Well, that's a debate, not that, for this <laughs> time. Mm-hmm. I mean, that whole culture, it's a whole Japanese culture thing. It's not just... We need more Captain Planet. So, <laughs> so Captain this proposition, Planet. Like, we have this Japanese footage. We're just going to tape American kids talking around it. And make a billion dollars. Right. So, so, so there are two that are, for the original series, that are consider, considered the movies. So it's the first one the first and then one Turbo. first one and then Turbo. Yeah. And then there's the 2017 movie. And then there's a second reboot in the works. I've only seen the 2017. I didn't see the... Because I was in high school. Oh, was I? No, I had passed, graduated when, like, Power Rangers came out. My brother was into it. He's, like, little. Mm-hmm. Your kid was into it, right? Yeah, well, my... Um, Parrish was, right? Parrish loved Power Rangers, and I took him to the theaters to go see the first movie. Oh, so, look at you, oh. good mom. I know. Well, I kind of had a thing for um, the Green Ranger, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Sex symbols. Let's be honest right yeah. now. I'm not a Power Ranger fan, but he's awesome. He comes to Pensacon all the time. He is. Yeah. He is. So the punks want to go find uh, something to do, but Freddie, the guy who's working, uh, and Tina's boyfriend, uh, they they got to wait till he gets off, and so they they need a ride. So they get Suicide, who's super punked. 
Yeah. All right, so suicide cracks me up for a couple of reasons. One, um, when Trash goes to take off her clothes and dance, um, he is right there with the road flares and just dancing along with her. And then when she's done, she's all like being needy on him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Get away from me. Am I a joke? Yeah. Is this a fucking costume to you? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's kind of a costume, buddy. I don't know if this <laughs> is... A, I, he's like, this is a statement. I'm like, uh, of what? what? What are you trying to say? <laughs> yeah. I, like, I, it, he's so committed, he cannot be distracted by her fake lady bit. Right, right. But but earlier, like a minute before, he's all in. Right. But when she stops dancing, he is like, I have no interest in you. Or when she starts talking. We one or the other. It's like... Probably the talking. That kind of Yeah. She killed it yeah. with her mouth hole. <laughs> like, and, and Suicide seems like he doesn't even want to pick up Freddy. He's like, I don't want to be here. I want to do something else. Well, I also I also feeling, because I've been that guy who's like, you know, in high school when you had the car and yeah. no one else did. It's like, you only call me around when you need a ride. Right. <laughs> I've been that guy. I've been, I've, I've been on, the, on the receiving end of that. And I have a further question, though. Where the hell were they going to put Freddy in that car? <laughs> <laughs> were they going to, like, strap him to the trunk? Because it was full. It just, was just full. Just lay him across the back seat. People on laps. I well, can he said, then put, put, put uh, Tina on the laps. Yeah. Along. In the 80s, I had a 1984 Chevy Chevette. Tiny little thing. Google it. Um, we had so many people in that little car. <laughs> you just pile them up. People in, another, number one, nobody wore seatbelts back then at yeah. all. So you just, you know, sit and laps and do whatever. It's like a clown car. You stop and people just start piling out. <laughs> Also, like, they decided to go into the cemetery because one of them was like, I've never been to the cemetery before. You don't even, do you, have you met anyone who died? No, I've never met anyone who died. There's a great deleted scene, though, when they're in there looking around, and there's one of the mausoleums is just full of, like, beer cans and trash, and then and they're just like, yeah, no, I don't want to be buried here. <laughs> this is a terrible place to be buried. So. Um. The other side of this, though, that I love most, the punks are great. I think I think all the characters in there are, for a movie, they're not. You know, there's a couple who are like kind of two dimensional, but they're also interesting. Yeah. And so that you get they they spend a little time with everybody. Yes. Yeah, because you is, get the colonel and his wife too, and you see their marriage falling apart <laughs> before. Yeah. Our oh yeah. Made your favorite dinner, dear. What is it? Lamb, Lamb chops. chops. I, I had, had that for lunch. 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 Yeah. That okay. scene was my favorite scene in the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> my, like seriously, that scene was the dumbest thing that like. And I was like, that's it right there. That's my favorite scene. No, no, it's fine, honey. You know, it's until cool. they're found. It literally, just leaves the room like, no, that's what I had for lunch. I walks <laughs> out and goes, "I'm at home now." And she, How yeah. long? She's like, "This equipment messes up my microwave." I'm like, "Well, then use the oven." <laughs> <laughs> How long must we do this? Until also, they're found. Also, I don't want to age shame, but I'm going to. Um, are you sure that's his wife or his mom? <laughs> 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 she, she, she was a very mature woman. They, I mean, hey, love's love, and I'm respect that. But I, my first thought was like, that was a little miscast. <laughs> listen, listen. I'm just saying, she's probably at home drinking. <laughs> yeah, all the time. Because um, her husband goes and gets tracked somewhere. When she's cooking, she's home. doing some day drinking. Yeah. Or, or it's all that equipment that ages her quickly. Y'all <laughs> act like day drinking's a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, people. I didn't say it was we, bad. We don't judge. There's a judgment-free zone. <laughs> um, also, that marriage is probably still going down the tube because even though they found it, he's not done working. <laughs> no, that's, no that's the because, trick, because his great relief, solution at the end was, yeah, yeah, that's so great. Yeah. Small little problem coming. Yeah. 
I, but I, I, I want to talk about the other side of this film. Oh yeah, which is my I think my favorite part of this whole damn movie is um, Frank, Freddie, and Bert <laughs> <laughs> when the shit hits the fan and they're terrible at solving this problem. Frank made that movie. Oh, Frank is the best thing. Yeah. James, James is Karen good. is like James Karen has been in a ton of movies. I mean, the, the three the three older fellows have all had just beautiful career long careers. But he's like, I don't care if it's a silly movie. This shit's Shakespeare to me. And this gives like gives <laughs> like the yeah. best performances. Like he's, great. he's like, I'm going to earn this paycheck, and does he chews scenery like it's just like candy and and i'm there for the entire time my favorite though is when they're all free after they finish freaking out and they have to call bert and they get into the office and he stops he pauses he picks up the phone puts it down grabs a drink of water (laughs) straightens himself up and oh bert (laughs) that was my favorite bit too i was gonna say I was gonna say that was my favorite bit too. <laughs> no one like today wouldn't even do that that much business, and it no. it makes so much of yeah. this guy and yeah. just like who is canonically one year older than I am now. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow! And so he's he's like forty five, and I'm like, oh man, do I look that rough? No. So that yeah. scene where he's <laughs> in the water. There's that sightboard. In the background, this is Bert is a slave driver. Right. That's when I sent that. Yeah, you said that. Because she said, it looks like there's words on there. So we went back and looked. I couldn't tell what it said under that. Right. Nice. But the, like, seeing chart. I just love. I just spelled out Bert is a slave driver. I just love the dynamic with Frank and Freddy. Oh, yeah. Like, like at the start where he's just like, don't you care about this job? Do I care about this job anymore? <laughs> like, at this point. It's like, you want to keep that, your job? That was a great I'd moment. Like, don't you care really. about this job? I've had it for a day and bodies are coming alive. No, I don't I want been, this job. I would have been <laughs> out. <laughs> After the first wiggling corpse, I would have been like, I'm pretty sure the, the, the split dog, dog the, the split dog, dog. Yes. that was me. But I yes. okay, deuces, man, I'm out. Yeah, split, <laughs> that well, would have been split me. Split dog I was when my like, mom stopped watching the movie. Was <laughs> checked out split dog. That you made me, me giggle so hard. Because I'm so sick anyway. The split dog and I burst out laughing. I was like, oh my god, this is great. Yeah, I like I when they hit it though, it, it barks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that was the funniest part. That had to have been my favorite when they poke at it. I didn't remember that from when I watched it as a kid, and when I watched it yes this morning. And they said split dog. I'm like, what are they talking about split dog? I don't understand. I didn't understand until it knocked over and I saw like, oh, like literally split. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> also, I always thought those skeletons weren't real. <laughs> they clearly so, are not real. <laughs> um, those skeletons are not definitely not real. But the way they were talking about the skeleton farm was the, that was, yeah. as a child, terrified me. Like, I think they have a skeleton. All, ske- all skeletons come from India. India. Yeah. <laughs> International law comes from India. And they have perfect teeth there. They have perfect, yeah, teeth. perfect teeth. Do you know anyone who died with a perfect set of chompers? Did you guys know that on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Disney, one of the skulls is a real human skull? I believe it. Yep, I knew that. Mm-hmm. It's Walt Disney's. Speaking of skeletons. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, I, l- I love the cadaver. Uh, the 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 the, 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 one, the woman uh, who's telling the, the, the telling yellow cada- the uber yellow uh, cadaver who's tr- he, uh, like trying wig- trying to get sp- yeah he's trying to get get out of the thing and and Bert's like are you sure there's a cadaver in there <laughs> do you want to find out <laughs> and they're like yeah let's go check this out <laughs> and I like how the um the how strategic the camera is for him because it the camera comes right right to his belly button because he's naked and so the, but the whole shot's like this weird shot where yeah. it doesn't move it's it, 
it cracks me up. It is so dumb. I love it. But just watching James Cameron, not Cameron, Karen, uh, Frank just just chew scenery. Just the whole ah. Uh, uh, when Freddie asks him at the beginning, um, "What's the weirdest thing you've seen?" and he's just like, "I've seen weird things come, and I've seen weird things." Come. And that face he makes, up. Oh, you want to see them? The oh. <laughs> <laughs> no one does that anymore. That's that craftsmanship. Yeah. That is fantastic. The way he explained it made it seem like he was joking. So yeah, when you like, went down there and you actually saw the barrels with army on it, yeah, it like, like at first, okay, it's, like at first, it secrets. sounds like the kind of prank that you would tell like a first day worker at some place like that. Yeah. yeah, and then and then he's like, no, 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 it's real. Look, <laughs> so, is that safe in there? It's fine. So it's my fine. question is, how long have they really been there? And two, why didn't anyone call the military? I can answer those questions. All right, they've been there since the '60s. So that chemical that was in those barrels was designed to get rid of pot crop. Right. Marijuana. Right. So it's been there since the 60s because that's when the marijuana <laughs> epidemic started. So got your question answered. Yeah. Right. So why didn't they call the Army? Because Cause they got yeah. Army stuff and they're like, mm, this is ours Yeah, now. I mean, yeah. It, it comes down to, like they keep saying, we didn't want to ruin our reputation by bringing the Army down on us. Yeah, but how good could their reputation be anyway? Because right. you're looking yeah. at this warehouse. Like they're a local they're, medical supply They're a medical shop. supply store that has like four of everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, and they're, you want some beakers? I got four. You want some dogs? I got four. And they're extremely local. You know they don't <laughs> sell anywhere outside. Oh, of God, no. <laughs> um, let's talk about the funeral home because I want to talk oh, yes. about um, Ernie. <laughs> yes. Um, when you see Ernie, he's they spent a very long time with Ernie Introducing Ernie with his corpse, um, the like, like an uncomfortable amount of like. Uh, there's a full minute of him just like working the guy out, and just poking him. He's getting him out of rigor mortis, uh, right? Because yeah. they gotta set up the rigor mortis, right? Right, but but, but I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I like it's it's like a full like it's like a yeah. minute, yeah. It's like a we have all the time in the world to let let Ernie do his thing, establish who he is and what he does. Also. Ernie's apron is so disgusting. <laughs> I was gonna bring that. And then up. he casually drinks coffee, right? Covered in all the guts. And also, stuff. also. So my thought is, how many dudes' guts? Because that's not just one dude's guts, right? <laughs> right. 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 No. Yeah, he's that, pretty gross. That's multiple dudes. He's it's been working. nighttime, Scotty. He's been working all day. Okay, he's been working hard all Can't day. Can't just switch those out. It right? is Louisville, Kentucky. No, this is a different. It time. is Louisville. I mean, he was also like he was about to head home after this one. This was his last one. And At then, that point, it's always the last one. Why bother? <laughs> it's like that cop that I was two days from retirement. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's why you just don't announce that stuff. You just let it happen. I like I like Bert asking him, so how long have we been friends? Oh, about 25 years. kind of need a favor. And there's the whole thing about the rabid weasels. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. That was you want to burn them? No, that's cruel. Let me we just take them in the bat and shoot them. I'm like, is that we better? Tried that. They won't die. <laughs> oh, and by the way, they're not weasels. And he carries, he carries a 45 around with him, like, 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 why is he in the funeral home with a forty-five in his pocket? I mean, I carry so. I mean, uh, <laughs> I have an answer, answer to that. Is in today's trivia, well, the well, you is have it's Louisville. I was gonna say you have an That's abandoned, okay, like, yeah, creepy yeah. cemetery next door. Apparently, there's punk kids running around all over the place. <laughs> yeah. There's beer cans and <laughs> yeah, everything everywhere, and also zombies getting out of the grave. So you know, okay, 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 makes sense now. <laughs> but uh, you know, and then you know, after they burn the burn the body, and all the shit happens. Um, Freddie and Frank start develop turning into, they, they start turning into zombies, yeah. and so they start experiencing, you know, death symptoms. So they, you know, their, their blood pools. So when they when they lie still, so it gives them bruises. Right. Um, they get rigor mortis, and and um, 
I love the paramedics coming in. I like I like the color of Fre- uh, Freddy's tongue when they do <laughs> when they when they test test his tongue or whatever they look at his tongue. Yeah. Oh god, that whole scene's great. I like how the paramedics just swapped too. They're like, I'm not getting you want, tr-? and they tried other right. one. You're like, nope, nothing here either. That's peculiar. Yeah. <laughs> so you got the symptoms of being dead, but you're not dead because obviously you're talking to us. I, I love exactly. how blase they're about that. Like, okay, guys, look, your body temperature is cold, um, but yeah, both of them are like something weird's fine. going on. Everything's fine. Yeah, it's cool. Everything's it good. Yeah. And they're just like standing three feet away, like whispering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> also, like they're like, uh, w- they they were sprayed with chemical. Well, what chemical? I don't know. Well, this is your friend's life it can uh. Be determined. Right I can make some phone calls, but not till tomorrow. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, damn, this movie's—it's ridiculous and fun. I, I thoroughly, I thoroughly enjoy it. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> I had things I liked. I'll never watch it again. So I no, might. Fine. I, it actually, I might watch the other films, but you would have to tell me if they're good or not. They're uh, not. They're terrible. They're not. This they're real bad. Two, um, two is okay. Because it still two, has. Two's worth a watch. Um, and then after that, uh, three's not. No, three. We're, we're drawing three's a line got, two. All right, so <laughs> three has terrible special effects. Yes, it does. Okay. But it has a decent story. Mm, that's debatable. Well, they do Romeo and Juliet with zombies. That's and I kinda true. Think, that's and I kind and I kind of like I respect what they try to do, but they, they all also have a budget of like six dollars. <laughs> <laughs> that's debatable. <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing about two is that um, James Karen and uh, Tom Ma- Matthews reprise their roles. But it's a different movie in a in a. It's almost like a different universe. So they're not the same characters. Hmm. Oh, that's weird. But the same thing happens to them. Okay, <laughs> it's like Groundhog Day. Right, and the fun. There's a funny scene where they're all they're turning into zombies. They're stuck in a car. They're driving through all the zombies, and Tom Marison looks over to um, James Karen and says, uh, "Have doesn't this all seem familiar to you? You, me, them?" And, so <laughs> <laughs> and I was like. I see what you did there, <laughs> but uh, it's it's um part two. Basically, they looked at ET and was our poltergeist. Like we can make a zombie movie in a, in, in a suburban setting and did that right. in the yeah. suburbs. Nice. So, libation time. Sure. Yes. <laughs> I love how everybody said yes. Let me open up my magic box of goodies. I'm excited. Look, I have fire today. Oh, you have fire for this. My God. You know what that Don't means. burn down the studio. Delightful. I won't burn down the studio. This time. That's It's going to be great. It's going to be great. So there are two drinks that I had looked at that um, kind of go along with the film, and we're not doing either one of those. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Uh, the first one I will talk about was a shot called Zombie Brains, and it had peach schnapps and Midori uh, grenadine and Bailey's and all of that sounds disgusting together. So I was like, no. <laughs> the second one was a classic tiki cocktail called the zombie, which is really good. I've had it before, but until I'm sponsored by a liquor store, um, you're not getting that because it has three different premium rums. And I'm talking about premium rums and um, a plethora of, tropical fruit juices like passion fruit and shit and i'm like i love you guys but no uh rum companies we are looking for sponsorships (laughs) (laughs) yes always so i decided to make my favorite drink is it an old-fashioned it is my take on an old-fashioned it's looking a little bit like an (laughs) old-fashioned 
A lot of stuff. Fashions are good. <laughs> so this is what I drink every night. So I thought I would share. And I got a new toy for my birthday, which is my old-fashioned smoker. So we're having yes. my variation on a smoked old-fashioned. So it's not a traditional old-fashioned as to I don't use orange peel. I do use the orange bitters. But I have bourbon cherries that I use instead of orange peel for my mm. fruit. Because bourbon cherries are better. Mm-hmm. So, and I make homemade um, simple syrup, which is made from local honey. Delightful. So, you got all artesian mixologist on us, didn't you? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> well, I just want to prove that I can do fancy stuff too. So there you go. I've never debated that at all. I'm going to start debating more today. (laughs) Now, I do use different kinds of bourbon, but today we're using Bullet, which is um, one of my favorites. So I like Bullet and Buffalo Trace for my old fashions. So I'm excited. You look excited. I really do love old fashions. Mike, do you like an old fashioned? Uh, You know what? I've only had it once and I liked it when I had it. Oh, you're going to like it. Caleb, what about you? Um, He's going to like this one. The old fashioned guy. No, I don't think I've had one. The old fashioned that you had had smoked bacon in it. It did. Oh, and mm. goodness. <laughs> that sounds good. Man, she's too. getting excited. I know. I want some smoked bacon. I don't have smoked bacon. That's okay. Do better. <laughs> All right. I like that she looked down. Unfortunately, well, no. I, I didn't bring my jigger, so I'm going to eyeball the bourbon. This could be good oh. or bad. <laughs> like you eyeballed the lemonade last night, last week? Oh, yeah. The lemonade weeks. was delicious. Yeah, it was so good it got uh, JD had some, and that affected two episodes of yeah. my Star Wars life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you also feel it like it was him. very good? He had a good time. Good. He's very. He only l- had one glass. Yeah, he was very. L- he's he's like me. He's a lightweight. A That's lightweight. her before she had to stop drinking. Like even even when she could drink, it was not. It didn't take much. <laughs> it has yeah. never taken much for me. Just inhale the vapors, and I'm like, all right, that's it. <coughs> Yeah, I'm on, new, I'm on this medication, and the doctor was like, do you want to have children, or do you drink? I'm like, I guess not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so, not going to drink anymore. Every so, once in a while, I'll talk him into a sip of Like, like my very favorite thing on the planet is absinthe, and so we did, um, uh, what, City of Lost Children? Yeah, yeah. And, and I made Death in the Afternoon. And, which is my favorite drink, so it's absinthe and champagne, and so I was like, you, you bitch. And okay, so, so don't judge me on my sure ice cubes. At home, I use the big, we'll like, to fix that. ice, you know, the bourbon cubes. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no way I could have transported those here. No, and not have melted. Melt, so. Yeah, it's because we're in the middle of a stupid heat wave. They look delightful, though. Oh, they are. Tastes like rocket fuel. (laughs) Hmm. It's been a minute since we've done old fashions. So how does the old-fashioned tie into the zombie movie? (laughs) Um, We have guests, and I wanted a fancy (laughs) Acceptable. I told you. The movie was made in 1985, so it's a little old-fashioned. There you go. We're drinking old fashions. That's why I I started with the the zombie drinks that I was thinking about and why we're not having them. I understand. (laughs) Because, A, I love myself. Send more (laughs) old-fashioned. I was going to say, Frank's a little old-fashioned. Frank is very old-fashioned. Yeah. Frank's Bert. the best. We'll Frank's the Frank. best guy ever, right? Yeah. All right. Now my favorite part, Sue. So. 
We're going to make fire. <laughs> I'm curious how this is going to go. What? It's not hard. Get the fire extinguisher ready. So I have <laughs> oak, cherry, apple, and pecan wood chips. Today we're using oak. Because I think it's the best. You're all fancy. This is... What's the first one? I can start past them. Okay. Those are my flip-flops back home. Hold on. Get them flippy flops. Caleb, there's number one. Yep. Actually, you know what? Yes. Oh, thank yeah, you. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Hang on. Oh, it smells good. It does smell good. That's a tablecloth. It's okay. Me and Mom Thula can be like designated drivers. <laughs> it is my car. So <laughs> <laughs> That's helpful. She drives a hybrid. We took hers. <laughs> What'd you get? Cool. You like oh. it? Show that to the camera as you. Yeah. There you go. Now lift it. Ooh. We get fancy with oh. our shots up here. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's. <laughs> <laughs> and then mine. That smell. That smells great. Yeah. All right. So everybody enjoy. Thank you. Cheers. Mm. Have you had yours yet? Is it good? Is it good? That's good. Oh, it's a lot. So this is, like I said, my variation. It's better in a real glass with the big ice cubes, yeah. but we do what we can do. All right. You want some apocrypha? Because I found some. Yeah. Yes. Toby Hooper was set to direct this film. <laughs> oh. Toby oh, that is good. Toby Hooper directed um, mm -hmm. the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Poltergeist and Life Force and some other movies. Yep. Classic horror movie. Yeah, He's classic horror director. film director. He was yeah. first set to direct it, and then he couldn't because he was working on Life Force, and it just the time didn't work out. And so that's when Dan O'Bannon picked it up. Who uh, Dan O'Bannon's claim to fame is that he wrote Alien. Nice. That's his big one. Um, the part of Bert was originally offered to Leslie Nielsen. Oh, God. Oh, man. <laughs> I could have seen that. I, I could, too. Yeah. Do you like it? Um, mm -hmm. This Good. is post-airplane, but pre-Naked Gun. Oh, okay. He had done, pl he done, he done Police Squad, but he hadn't done... Right. So... But Leslie's been, you know, before he became a character of a caricature of himself, was really good at being a straight guy in comedians. Yep. And so, the, uh, in, a co in a comedy, and I think he would have been great. Clue was... Clue uh, Gulliver was as wonderful as Bert, but... You're going to make me very famous here. Nice. Uh, then it was offered to Robert Weber and Scott Bre uh, Brady, who both were uh, classic television actors. Um, Brady was too ill, and Weber hated the script. So so Clue got the, got the script the day before. Um, he got the job before the day before filming started. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, in the early 1990s, a longer work print version of the film surfaced. It runs 24 minutes longer. All the all the work prints scenes are you can find on YouTube, and they're in terrible quality. <coughs> um, I need your help. Yes, sir. Because this is German. Oh. The German title of this film is... I know. Get your eyes are. Oh. See, I screwed that up. All right. Where is it again? I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Oh, um, is for that, the zombies coming. So the zombies come at night. The zombies come at night. Does that mean they don't do it during the day? No. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I have Verdant. a question. No, wait, It's <laughs> not that. Verdant. They the say. Verdant is. What is Verdant? It's not. I know. According to the. Uh, according the to zombies coming is the zombies come. Right, so. Which is roughly translated to, damn it, damn the, it. the zombies are coming. Oh, shit. <laughs> I okay. like that title. I know your curse words in German a little bit better. I know worse ones than damn it. I've never <laughs> used damn She's it. She's like, damn it, I, I need harder words. Yeah. <laughs> is it verdammt? Verdammt. <laughs> All right. Verdammt. The Danish t- title is Lingri er Lindergolod. <laughs> there we go. Uh, which is not the title, but which is roughly the dead don't care. <laughs> mm. Yeah, the dead don't care. Do they? No, they don't. Um, would you like to play Scream Mary Kill this game? This sh- um, please don't put trash in it. Oh, <laughs> uh, I didn't really think about it to be honest. I'll just think about seven. it. We'll try it after bar trivia. See if you get. Okay, let me let me. All right, so here's some bar trivia. Some of the zombie extras were paid a bonus to eat real calf brains in the film. My mother used to eat them in her scrambled eggs. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> that's what they did back in the day. Dan O'Bannon didn't want the actors to do anything he wasn't willing to do, so he ate some raw calf brains first in front of them to show them that uh, it wouldn't uh, ask them to do anything he wasn't willing to do themselves. They would cook them in their eggs. They didn't do it raw. So did did you guys notice, notice the back of Freddy's jacket? No. No. Uh if you look at closely at Freddy's jacket, on the back it says, fuck you, in mm. like um, <laughs> uh, an interesting font. Nice. And then they were like, when they were filming it, and I was like, this is great. And they were like, well, crap, this is unusable because we now can't make a TV version of Aww. this. So they had to spend money uh, to alter the jacket for oh, the TV version. So they could scrub it out. Right. Yeah. But they didn't scrub it out. What they did was replace it with a font that says, literally that says, television version. On the back. Oh, <laughs> Lord. That's great. So, uh, Dan O'Bannon, this was his first real movie, like directing, and he was kind of a tyrant and an asshole on the set, to the point that the classic film actor, Clue Gulliger, who was um, Bert, um, tried to hit Dan O'Bannon with a, uh, the um, lead pipe that he carries in the movie. And in fact, he tried to do it so many times that the props department had to switch it out for rubber to make sure he wouldn't kill Dan O'Bannon. (laughs) Doing murders. So we we talked a little bit about Ernie and um, his uh, gun. Ernie's got a gun. Mm -hmm. And so mostly this is what um, Dan O'Bannon and Don Caffla kind of come up with. But um, Ernie is thought to be a Nazi. Okay, oh. that makes sense. Uh, he's a um, 
there's some details that provide the indication of this past. Ernie listens to uh, the uh, German Africa Corp. Corpse March song. <laughs> That's what he's listening to when he's doing the um, autopsy. Uh, and then uh, he's got a German Walther P38. He's got a picture of Ava Braun in his morgue. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Uh, he refers to the rainstorm coming down uh, like Ein Brücken and Soldat, I guess, which means a drunk soldier in German. And he really knows her way around a crematorium. <laughs> 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 Thank you. <laughs> wow. And then seems surprised and ashamed when he learned that the dead can feel pain. And so, um, Dan abandoned the DVD commentary mentions that Ernie was intended to be an escaped Nazi in hiding. Man, it w- but like once he learned that the dead can feel pain, don't you think he felt like a dick because he was always like working him right. out, right? And he's like, oh man, this whole time. I mean, that's fine. They can't feel it. I mean, if he was a Nazi, did he really care? That's a good, that's good a point. Good point. Yeah. There's a lot of questions with this a, movie. Let's not unpack that. <laughs> let's dive a little deeper into that one, shall we? So, Jules Shepard, who played Casey, the other pro- the other prep girl, the not trash, not Tina. <laughs> right. Um, according to Jules Shepard, Dana Bennett met her in the early 80s when she was a member of a very ultra-chic and private club where she worked as a stripper. Okay. Uh, they became good friends because they had a lot in common, and he bought her drugs. <laughs> uh, the they 80s. were kind of drugs. <laughs> I'm curious. Probably cocaine. I would say it was cocaine. Yeah, probably 80. cocaine. Uh, it was eighties. It was California. It was cheap. Uh, all of you know what strippers <laughs> <do>. <laughs> I mean, the Nazis. When he got the directing gig for the film, he wanted her to play trash, but she was fed up with being naked on stage, and and her small film roles at the time. So she suggested the audition for Party Girl Casey. Since she liked to party, he agreed. That's how she got the role. There you go. Hollywood. It's all who oh, you know. She's like, I'm tired of being naked. Now I want to hear the story about I just want to do. I just want to do coke and be in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Give me my drugs. That's it. You don't even have to pay me. Phone. I just want an eight ball. Pay me in the coke. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I don't need cash. Just give me an eight ball. We're good. A day. An eight ball. Yeah, a day. day. An eight ball a day. We're good. Know your worth. When uh, Frank yes. and Freddie wake up from, the, from being knocked out by the gas... Uh, Frank sprays the stench of death with Lysol. He called it deodorant. And um, but it's actual Lysol. And I didn't z- know what it was. <laughs> and they had to get they had to clear it from Lysol, which they got permission to use. They cleared it with Lysol, and uh, Lysol liked the idea that the the their product would kill any conceivable odor. <laughs> it it kind of does, and your nose at the same time. Did they use that yes. in their marketing? And it I would have ran with it. I would have like Actually, used that in conjunction. The only odor it does not kill is urine. And the reason why, and any time I've ever gone to a nursing home, it smells like Lysol and urine. <laughs> Seriously. But but I maintain that the actual original Lysol, like in the 80s, like this Lysol, smells worse than most of the things you're trying to cover up anyway. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm not entirely convinced it wasn't the Lysol that turned Lysol, into not a sponsor of this show. <laughs> not a sponsor of this show. Uh, Miguel A. Nunez Jr., who played Spider, mm-hmm. was homeless when he was cast in this movie. Oh. This allowed the, the the money from this film allowed him to, to finally get his first apartment in California. Hey. Nice. He was was Spider it. the one that drove? Yeah. The, he the was black the guy. Only He's like, does this look like a costume? Be like, no, 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 no. That no, was no. Uh, that's suicide. That's oh, suicide. Okay. I got it mixed up. Yeah. Like, I dated yes. a guy once that w- was very much like suicide. Back in the 80s. I 100% believe that. I do. I'm serious. <laughs> I would also believe if you I'm said serious. you dated a girl once like trash. Uh, 
I may, I may have had relations it, with a girl like Trash, but I don't think I've dated a girl like Trash. Did she have a Barbie downstairs? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> We're talking about, like, well, let's see, that would have been the early 90s. People weren't shaving their hoo-haws that much back then. It's a lot of work. It is. But it wasn't a thing until, like, late 90s and above, mostly 2000s when that fad kind of started. Is that why that fad's starting to come back, the whole not shaving anything? Well, that because it's work keeping that smooth. We're talking about, like, shaving in general. Like, you've noticed I've noticed a lot of people, yes, like, armpit hair. and They're like, forget it. Anyway. You know what? Part of me feels that in my soul. Oh, yeah. I can't do it, but part of me is like, I wish I could could just let it go. Where I didn't give a shit. It could just grow because it's a lot of work. That's the only reason why I like the winter because I don't shave my legs in the winter because nobody sees them. Me either. Huh? Me either. You either? It is so nice. It gets to that length where it's soft. And and the hair on my legs (laughs) is blonde, and so you can't see it. So it's great. It's pretty awesome. (laughs) Welcome to Hair Talk. Told you I was going to bring up the lady bits on this one. I shave my pits, though, every day. It's a thing. It's a mental thing. Well, when I was doing CrossFit more regularly, like, I'm always wearing a tank top. Well, I wear tank tops at work. My trainer shirts are tank tops, so. Nobody wants to see that. (laughs) Um, Continue, Speaking of (laughs) hoo-hahs. See? (laughs) Segway. You're welcome. When shooting trashes, uh, uh, Linnea Quinley's gravestone dance, she initially was completely naked and showed pubic hair. Uh, as she was, uh, which was more than the norm in the 80s. However, g- the producer Graham Henderson visited the shoot that day and, according to him and others, threw a fit yelling at Dan O'Bannon that, You can't show pubic hair on television! Uh, Dan sent Lenina uh, away and had her completely shaved, which, coincidentally, Lenina uh, uh, herself found to be in the most embarrassing part of the whole thing. Then they did another shoot. To which Graham Henderson's cried out, Oh, God, it's even worse. You can see everything. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, you can. Like, that would be embarrassing to be like, shave it and be like, uh, I'm not comfortable anymore. And then they're upset with what it looks like. <laughs> so at this point, they send uh, poor Linnea over to Bill Munez and William Stout, the special effects guys, uh, where they made an alginate crotch piece resembling the bottom of a G-string and glued it on. Okay, wait. Glued? Let me unpack this for a minute. So this woman was had naked. to do that whole dance. She had to rip her clothes off, do the whole dance, and then was told that her downstairs was not groomed, groomed properly. properly. No, it was Super like, no, 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 I'm not done. She said you just couldn't show it on TV. Yeah. Okay. So but then you it, could show her boobs. But then, which they were so perfect, I'm pretty sure they were fake. But then <laughs> they were she nice sent boobs. away and had to be shaved. And you know that she did the whole dance again. And this is before like, it was the norm oh, to be shaved. Now I can see detail. This is not good. So then this poor chick, after gyrating to nobody, because yep. nobody cares about her, has to go to special effects where they glue on a plastic G-string mm-hmm. to resemble a Barbie Uha. Pretty much. Yeah. Accurate. Yep. And then she had to do that shit again. Yep. Now, uh, what was her first dance like? <laughs> because you know every time you do something, it gets a little bit quicker. Um, that first one was probably gold. It probably is. According to Linnea, uh, there's, there was a bit of a problem since every time she had to go to the bathroom, they had to remove it. Yeah. Beca- because, the, uh, because of this, there are no shots of Linnea with a complete naked crotch area like a department store mannequin. She does look like a Barbie doll. Yeah. Uh, she joked once that she had never uh, had more attention focused on her vagina than when they, ever, they were shooting that scene. 
Fans still ask her if there's footage of the version of, her, of the dance with pubic hair or uncovered shaved vagina, but so far none have shown up. I bet it's the best dance though, because it was the first probably one. Probably is. <laughs> there's nothing better than the '80s full bush dance. And then you slowly lose a little bit of confidence every time. Yeah, that's right. Uh, just imagine though, what did the bush look like? Because it was the '80s. Right. So you know it was like. It's like an 80s, right, right. Yeah. Okay. So I can only speak for myself you because, I, you know, I, I, <laughs> I trimmed in the Welcome, 80s. gentlemen. Well, no. So in the 80s, you didn't shave everything. But because we live in, a, in the South where I would go swimming a lot, right. you know, if you, you don't to, trim, there would be things yeah, coming out show. of your... You yeah, know, you had bikinis. So, you know, there, there was trimming. People trimmed. Yeah. But it wasn't full bush is what you're saying. It was contained bush. It was contained bush. Yes. Yeah. At least. Bush like. At least. <laughs> it was like. For me. <laughs> maze <laughs> hedges. Well, it's bu- okay, so. It was more like. All right. So. You get one point. I don't know what it does, but you get one point for that. But you. But you know, you know the area yes. like that where it grows side, like like right in between the crease of your leg. It's like the yeah, sideburns of the hula. Yeah, it will show through. Yeah, you got to clean hoo-ha. all that and like yes. the l- the parts that you know, the bikini, all the bikinis. I'm stuff. gonna start shaping mine like Elvis's sideburns. And then and then you go through the phase where you do like what I call the lady mohawk. Yes. <laughs> so you know there's. She's like, that. bitch. We're gonna be last of Mohicans right now. That's right. <laughs> what if that's the next story? That was like she said they shave me in different ways. I would come <laughs> out and like just try cleaning this up. Send her back. Just do this. Send her back. Let's do the mohawk. Just get rid of it all. That's too much. Yeah. We're going to need a plastic G-string to glue it over the It's like, oh, God, I see lips. She's going to have a bonus up. for it being glued on. Like. <laughs> Can you imagine dancing with that, though? With it glued on. So, like, you move weird and it pulls its skin. Ouch. And it's the 80s, right. so I'm yeah. not imagining it being That's great form-fitting. You know? Like, her first dance. You know, yeah. her first dance was the best. When I was in Rock of Ages, I had... I played a stripper. And so, you know, I did dance on the poles and you stuff. Did, you, you saw did. it. I, I did And because of... I had to wear, you know, we couldn't be naked on stage, but we, I wore a bikini on stage dancing that we had to wear nude, like special nude dance underwear underneath our bikinis in, in case there was There's no slips. It, well, when we're up on the thing, if something shifted and yeah. things are falling out, yeah, your flag yeah. falls out. Whoops, yeah. let me just tuck that back in. And that's it. So, yeah. and it's uncomfortable to be wrapped up like that. Would you say that you were wrapped <laughs> up like a douche? <laughs> That's Where were we? <laughs> uh, we were talking about. You were talking about her. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Um, Caleb, we need another bottle of bourbon. <laughs> you think you could get that for us real quick? <laughs> um, speaking of nudity, Dan Abandon claims he was surprised at how many women were in the audi- initial audience and said if he had known that it had such a large of female following, he would have had uh, Freddie. Tom Matthews naked as well. <laughs> well, was he pretty yeah, it though? Seems like there was a missed. I didn't really think. I think that yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's really not any pretty guys. Did they in this have movie. breast auditions for that? Um, I don't know, but her breasts were nice. They were. They were like perfect but boobs. They were like to the point where they looked fake because they were so perfect, right? They Do you were. think that came up in the audition where they're like, "Can we see you topless, please?" We need oh, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Came up in the audition. Can you just rip your shirt off? Because we need to see what that would look like. Yeah, and do it like trash. Off? Just 
She's I like, mean, you don't give a shit. Yeah. Number one, you have to find somebody who's willing to be completely naked. And, and then, then the, yeah. mutilated over time and then glued on. Yeah. But even if you're not being skeezy, you can't risk it being like he takes her shirt off and all of a sudden they're pointing the wrong direction or something. Like, <laughs> right. Well, what if that happened when they're downstairs? Like or they had just checked the breasts and then she took off their clothes and they're like, oh, we didn't Maybe look Maybe that did happen with the downstairs. That's why we ended yeah. up in a plastic like, cover. Right. Can you get her to shave it, please? Um, I think Lenina had been in a bunch of horror films beforehand and naked in them too, so she had a whole like repertoire. Say, if she was yeah, in other horror movies and it was the '80s, she's been naked before. Yeah, she yeah. has. What other movies has she been in? She's been in a lot of low budget. She's stuff. like a sc- scream queen. And you, you know, know, the low budget stuff is where the nudity. Right. Is. Yeah, that's where that's where absolutely. You gotta have a hook. You're naked in my low budget film. I am naked in your low budget. I'm naked in one of Scotty's films. Very good. It was tasteful. It was tasteful nudity. It was I important for the story. Scotty's film. Are they on the YouTube page? Yeah, they're yes, on the YouTube they page. Are. We we always tell people to go find it. Uh, so far, I haven't seen any comments. No one has ever like, said I've up. seen you naked. I will go. All the time. I will go find one, okay. and I will watch it, and I will comment. We're always like, and if you ever need me to guest on it. your podcast, <laughs> we'll talk about I'm it. I'm always <laughs> looking for guests. We we can talk. I, I will totally come over. So here's Justina's favorite fun fact. We'll see. She liked it so much. She posted. She shared it with us while she was watching the movie. The eyesight. The eyesight test poster, uh-huh. uh, seen most clearly after Frank and Freddy run into Bert's office after hearing the f- first reanimated cadaver, and Bert's o- office actually reads: "Bert is a slave driver and a cheap son of a bitch who was uh, going going bald too." Ha ha. See, yeah. I caught one word right, and a part of me was like, "Pause it and see what if it does anything else." And I'm like, "No, no, I'm sure it's just the one word. I should have <laughs> paused it and." She was the one that was like, that says something. And part of me was like, I don't want to get the remote. See, <laughs> at this point, I was like, I don't care about this movie. I was and drinking like, smoked Fine. old fashions while watching it and <laughs> um, didn't even notice the sign. So there's that. You can you can see B-U-R really clearly. And then you could I could see that it was and something. And I saw son of a bitch. But that was it. Son of a bitch. Cheap <laughs> son of a bitch. Uh, Alan Troutman, who played the tar man said that uh, one of the main ingredients of the tar was uh, methocell. Okay. Methocell is a thickening agent used in milkshakes. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's also one of the main ingredients that made the blob, 1988. Yeah. My mm-hmm. milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. <laughs> or the, the zombies. Oh, the zombies to the yard. Yeah. Uh, the shot of the barrel corpse, the tar man, changing through the glass panel was done with a wax face over a skull, and the heat turned up to melt it. The glass cracking was unintentional, but happened due thanks to the heat. Turned out to be a good effect. I will say, um, even though I didn't like their version of the zombies, in, you know, I the I know, makeup was good. They're terrifying, though. I mean, yeah, the makeup it was good. Yeah, the, it was the, solid. Yeah, the Tarman's makeup. I mean, it's for for a movie that's almost yeah. forty years old is still right. Yeah, yeah. all the all the, the pra- work on that movie is is, is incredible. The, the makeup and the practical effects are solid. The, the, I mean, they're really good. The puppet corpse that's in half. The one. Yeah, that the, 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 the spinal thing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I was <laughs> I was super super impressed with all of that. It looked like so. a dog wagging his tail. <laughs> it kind of did. <laughs> that is the part that made her terrified of spines. Like to this that day, t- that she has like a genuine it, fear of backbones because of this movie. So the backbone thing for me, I, I get it, 100 percent get it. There's uh, another movie though that, that's worse. I can't remember. Pet Cemetery. That's Stray, it. Pet Cemetery. Yes. Zel- Zelda's back. Yeah, Zelda's oh back. Oh, it's oh, Zelda's back in that. Zelda freaks me out <laughs> in that movie. Now she did say watching it again movie. as an adult, it wasn't as scary as when she was a kid. 
But uh, that part made her terrified of backbones. This one, I have recently rewatched Pet Cemetery, and it's still terrifying. Oh, yeah. She's As the it, scariest character in that movie. Like, she really is. Zelda is scary. And Zelda is the Make one your that back she's, she's scarier than, guys than Gage. Yes. yes. Yeah, she's scarier than Gage. I um, mean, like, by far. Uh, Tina was originally written uh, to wear a plastic mini skirt. And Beverly Randolph, who plays her, went through a, v- a variety of prissy outfits with skirts and bows and sweaters for the character. But nothing felt like, quote-unquote, Tina. <coughs> the white and blue outfit she wound up wearing was uh, intentionally supposed to be worn by Miguel A. Nunez, who played Spider. Really? <laughs> uh, the tagline, uh, an original tagline for this movie was written by Matt Groening. Anybody familiar with Matt Groening? Yes. Uh, the, yes. Simpsons. the Simpsons, right? And, the Simpsons. Uh, and also, this Netflix show. Yeah. Um, he does oh, Simpsons and Futurama. And, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that fairy tale show he does on Netflix. That it's I didn't think was pretty good. I it's didn't a like great first season. It's called Disenchantment. Disenchantment. Thank you. Yeah. We were all disenchanted with that. <laughs> I've never even heard, heard of it. Season, yeah. yeah, I liked the first season. It kind of fell apart after no, that for me. I think it's kind of come back, but... Uh, the the tag this tagline made some trailers. They're uh, they're hungry and they're not vegetarians. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another tagline he came up with, which wasn't used, was first they want to meet you, then they want to eat you. <laughs> oh, uh, Jewel Shepard had uh, who played Casey had tremendous difficulty with her line "Go choke a chicken" because she didn't know what that phrase meant. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and. and as a direct result of this, 45 takes were done before Shepard finally got it right. Nobody like took time in the middle of that to go, do you understand what you're saying? Right. It's oh. probably more fun to watch your... Like watching up. you do Redemption? Yes. Not back in the 80s when you are using actual film. That's expensive. Yeah, <laughs> That's true. Yeah. You got that a point there. True. Colonel Glover's house wasn't dressed for the production at all. It, the garish display is just how it came. That's somebody's taste. There you go. Because that house was ugly. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't ever there, though. And when he was, he wasn't happy. So do, do we blame um, the James Karen, uh-huh. Frank, Frank. Uh, would show up on set days when he, on his days off just to pump up the spirits of the rest of the cast. Oh, that's, that's cool. cool. Like I would do that, too. Um. And then we didn't get to talk about this, so we'll talk about this here now. But James Karen came up with the idea for the death of uh, the death scene of his character. Originally, Frank was supposed to be completely transformed into a zombie and uh, join the zombie mob. But James Karen did not wish to film any scenes in the cold rain of Los Angeles, so he insisted. Uh, so instead, uh, suggested that Frank incinerate himself before uh, said transformation could be complete. O'Bannon agreed and to the suge- suggestion, which I think is the best scene in the movie. Yeah. yeah, it's also one you never see in a horror film like this, where a guy's yeah. like, "I'm about to turn into the monster, and before I, you know, screw this all up, I'll just take myself out." And the the song, the 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 burn, yeah, is perfect. Ab- perfect. I just mm-hmm. it's it's a great scene, and I'm kind of bummed and disappointed now that I found out it wasn't really nobility so much as I don't want to go out in the rain. You're not putting me out in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> but like that's the genius of it. Like here, here's a here's a problem. I don't want to be in the rain. How do we make it better so I don't have to be in the rain? And I think that scene elevates from that, that angle. Yes, but in my mind, I pictured I'm not going out in that. Yeah, it out. I, yeah. But I, I think it, most it, of the most creative decisions come from those moments of how can I bring them a solution that's cool enough that they'll let me not do that. Right. But I understand. I would yeah. also like it. Almost sounds very like diva ish. Yeah. In my mind, that's how I picture it. 
It's so funny because anytime, I guess I don't have, I don't have any things. I mean, there are obviously things I won't do. I've never been asked to do any of them. Because any, for, for instance, anytime I'm in, in one of Scotty's films, he's like, hey, do you, do you want, uh, this is what I want you to do. Are you okay with that? All right. Hey, I need you to do this for me. All right. I mean, it's always like whatever. <laughs> so rain would not be a problem for me at all. It's interesting. I don't know. Rain would be a problem for you. Rain would 100% be a problem for me. <laughs> I literally. You would be like, can I just burn myself? <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, can I be cooler? I crawled into somewhere and set myself on fire. I mean, there was that one time at the, you know, Christmas show that we report on. Like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. But, but it wasn't the rain that bothered me. I mean, it. it it was a pain getting everything packed in and protecting merchandise. The worst part of that was driving home soaking wet. Right. I mean, I was so... That's the thing about I the was rain. freezing. It's being wet afterwards. Well, like, normally... In the moment, it would be fine. But, but in a movie, though, you would be dry because they would give you <coughs> towels and a trailer and it wouldn't be a big deal. So I don't think this movie had the tr- towels oh, or a trailer. I don't think I'm they sure had, they had at least a towel. I don't think they had the budget there for it. There had to have been a towel somewhere. <laughs> all the budget went uh, to you're special effects. you wet today. Bring your own towel if you do uh, not You're right. Because they spent all their money wet. on eight balls. You, you I would have been like... I would have been like... that one chick. I would have been like, I'm fine. Just give me an eight ball. <laughs> you did say the director was kind of a dick. I don't see him like, <laughs> like just shake it off. It's fine. Yeah, all right. I told you to bring your own towel. It's fine. Uh, I got two more things before we get before we go to the bar tab. Okay. Very early on, the trioxin is unleashed, and the only zombies around are the cadaver in the medical warehouse freezer and the tarman in the basement. Right. Freddie says that they should call the emergency number on the barrels, but only for Bert and Frank to shoot that down because they don't want to bring in the army. And, in trouble. and the government police scrutiny that would uh, yeah. ruin the rare, warehouse's reputation. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were right about the army uh, because the, their solution with dealing with the Trioxin zombies is kill everything in the general area and hope for mineral c- uh, civilian damage. Even more ironic is that the fact that they had called the number for trying to uh, cook the yellow cadaver, the army would have probably been uh, able to contain it. Two zombies, yellow cadaver, and Tarman, are, and two infected humans, Freddy and Frank, are a lot easier. Mm-hmm. However, due to the fact that they didn't call the number sooner, the army nuked the area because of the fact that there were more than 20 zombies within the, uh, the numbers increasing. Hmm. Idiots. You idiot. So, I mean, either way, they're dead, so it doesn't really matter. Acute. <laughs> I mean, if they had called even before they opened it, like when they first got it, then that would have solved everything. So this movie is... And that guy may have been in a happy marriage. <laughs> Selfish. This movie's related to a movie called Night of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. No, they bring it yeah. up. Outside of that, outside of, outside of right. them bringing it up. Um, Night of the Living Dead uh, is made by George Romero and John Russo. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, there was an issue when Night of the Living Dead came out when the, with the print, and the copyright didn't get on the print. And so because of that and because of the way the laws worked in the 60s before the, the copyright laws in 77 changed, um, there's no copyright on Night of the Living Dead. Is, that why they ha- is this story going to be why they have the weird shared relationship like, with, the, with the rights? Right. Yeah. So there are some conflicting stories, and John Russo... Uh, I watched. There's a there's a documentary on this movie called More Brains <laughs> that I watched in prep for this, and John Russo's talking about it. 
And he says most people think that him and George Romero had a falling out and they're not friends. And, and George was still alive at the time. He's like, no, we're friends to this day. So that's what John says. But there's a legal battle involved in this. Right. And then the, uh, you know, there was a legal battle over rights uh, of, of this film. Um, the way it ended was the, the court split, split it between Romero and Russo. Romero could make any film about the dead and the day of the time. Okay. So, night, day, dawn, right. whatever. He could make those films. Right. Uh, Russo got Living Dead. Okay. And so, so he makes a book in the 70s to make a little extra money called Return of the Living Dead. I see. That this movie is loosely based on. <laughs> nice. So there's a book. There is a book, but it's way, way out of print. I'm not going to look for it. Yeah, it's That's w- hilarious. Way, way out of print, and it's way, way expensive, and really has nothing to do with... I know what to get you for Christmas now. <laughs> All the books. Right. But, I mean, obscure books. Yes. But the the opening of this book is, it is a a funeral, the parents of a funeral of a little girl. And it's a very sad, sad moment. Before they bury her, they drive a spike in her head to kill the, the zo- to, to kill the zombie that she's becoming. Oh wow. And so that's how that and it's so it's but, about But in this movie that doesn't work. Right, but but this it, is the original book. This is okay, before, the book. which the, came out about 10 years but, before. So proper way, zombie law. How would that scene have been actually as the opening oh, of the fuck movie? Oh, right. Yeah. It would have been great. This sweet, sad, oh my god, that poor little girl. I just ended with that. Like what a Ugh. shocking moment. Yes. To be like, "Oh, we hate her." Are you ready? I I would yes. watch that movie. You hold the stake? Okay. <laughs> right. I just I mean can you imagine doing that to your child, though? They they kind of do it. There's a movie called Fido. That's mm-hmm. that's um, uh, Billy Connolly's in it. It's, it's I a, love Billy Connolly. But he plays a zombie pet kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. But and that's kind of the premise of the, the, the it's a world where zombies exist, but c- c- civilization doesn't collapse. They just adapt to it. <laughs> yeah. So you just automatically, when someone dies, you put a stake through their head. Right. There's, there's what there's is that TV show? Is it iZombie? Where I she's zombie, a mort- yes. mortician or something? iZombie yeah. exists. It's got a similar idea right. of where the yeah. zombies don't also, collapse. Like, Shaun this of idea. Oh, uh, I love Shaun of the Dead. Is my favorite zombie yes. movie. One hundred percent. It's great. It's great. As far as as far as you know now i i know that it went off the rails i think it's gotten back on the rails even though it's the end now i love the walking yeah, dead it's fine. i love i love that world um because it's in my mind the way zombies should be like you know science wise you know it's the way zombies should be and break down and and everything and i love the fact that the threat is no longer the zombies right <laughs> it's the other all the other people all the other survivors because so. humans are terrible <laughs> humans are terrible but i like that kind of stuff but Shaun of the dead is brilliant but um with this film um they didn't want to um Romero's camp, his other producers, basically, didn't want to make anyone think that this Return of the Living Dead was a sequel to Night of the Living right. Dead. But they wanted to make it something different. So that's why the movie, the zombies are fast. This is why they um, are cumulative. They're smart. All of that stuff was to mainly, and that was John Russo going, okay, we can do that to just so we don't, you know, right. hurt his other films. So. They're definitely not traditional zombies by any means. No, no. It's almost like it's almost like they belong in their own category. <laughs> like they should be something else. Well, I mean, there's zombies almost. of this world. I mean, there's I mean, there's zombies. I know, but I'm I mean, there's you zombie, know what I'm saying. Oh, what was that other movie that's a really good zombie movie that's almost like real? Um, uh, Twenty Days Letters. No, it's the voodoo one. Um, 
You know which one I'm talking about. Serpent in the Rainbow. Serpent in the Rainbow. Fucking brilliant. That was a great movie. That's a great movie. Now that's like, so it's it's based on true stories and it's um, about, quote, real zombies like but voodoo practice how the because um it's it's really cool it's like how the uh the voodoo priest right. community can make film. a can make yeah can make a zombie bill polwin but it's so Paul good and it's so like well done and the serpent and serpent the rainbow serpent the rainbow and the rainbow serpent and the rainbow there are two aspects of haitian religion Representing heaven and hell, I believe that's how it goes. Literally, is all about the 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 voodoo, you know, religion and but spo- and the science behind it. Like what it, it basically, <laughs> well, not science, but the, I mean, the, the pattern. Yeah, the guy, the guy's an anthropologist. He's looking. He's the premise is that he's looking for a new an- anesthesia, and he thinks that this this zombie powder right can so, have some trips. So the the voodoo, you know, the the zombie is part of the Haitian religion that the zombie priest or priestess can turn you into a zombie and um, so they so they're doing this with this powder and it's crazy but it's it's such a good movie movie. they put your soul in a a jar Jar, all I can say is anytime I run across anybody who may or may not be voodoo I am very nice and respectful (laughs) I am not my normal smart ass self I am yes ma'am yes sir whatever because I am not taking my chances You ready to bring this home? Yes. Let's do it. All right. This movie came out August 16th, uh, 1985. All right. uh, Which is about a a month and 13 days after it's, um, well, a year and a month. Because you pointed out, I always thought it was 85, this movie. It happens, but it's 84. 13. Yeah, it takes place in 84. It's in 85. I was 13 when this movie came out. So, um... So there are uh, five movies in the top five of that weekend. Would you like to go from five to one? Yes, All right. always. Well, I, can, can we guess where this? Yeah, landed? I was, was going to ask. Where do you think *Return of the Living Dead* falls in the top five of the weekend? Of the weekend. Uh, of the weekend. Uh, I'd say five. So, so, so she, she says it does, and he says five. ten. T- ten five. I'm gonna say five. Five. Uh, I say three. Four. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. Um. What was it up against? <laughs> are you that's, ready? That's yes. what we're about to guess. Uh, I, hold on. I have to look. Th- I should have looked this film up. I, <laughs> so Derby Wife found out that that book is for ten dollars on Amazon. Oh really? Oh, wow. mm-hmm. Sweet. That's not expensive. That's pretty. The good. last. I, but I haven't checked in a couple of years. The last time I saw it on eBay, it was like four hundred. The other mass. Was that a signed one? one though? Ninety-nine dollars. Usually, ones like that are signed and. <sighs> There's some. There's been a couple movies we've done where there's books about it, and they're really difficult or really expensive because yeah. they're not. They're just not just printed get. enough. Yeah. So it's usually like eBay. You have to hit up. Oh well, I, I don't know this movie anyway. So <laughs> number five uh-huh. is is a Mickey Rourke film called Year of the Dragon. Yeah, I huh. never got that. which I've never seen. You seen it? Uh, yes. Any good? I don't remember. No. <laughs> All I remember Ringing from the Mickey Rourke film from that era that I remember is Nine and a Half Weeks. All right. I've seen Nine and a Half Weeks in a long time. I know. I need to go back and watch yeah, I, I don't think Jamie's ever seen it. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that, yeah that, that's he'd, a, he'd enjoy that. That's a prequel to Fifty Shades of Grey. Right. 
Uh, number three is Tim Burton's first film. Ooh. Edward uh, Scissorhands. No. no, but thank you for knowing Tim Burton movie. I'm that was uh, pretty. Damn. I like Tim Burton. I mean, you like pulled that one out. Like you were like, it was like almost like your Toy Story I was answer like, every wow. week. Wow. <laughs> I was. I, I almost mean, I, thought you were correct at first I'm, because God, it was man, like. I, you're almost correct. <laughs> um, I don't know anything else he's done earlier than that. Okay. I know Sweeney Todd. That's nah. Yeah. But we're talking about 80s. I know. So I don't know this is, is. Oh Baby God, Johnny Depp. I'm like Depp. trying to figure it out. I'm like, was it bad? I'll give another hint in a minute, but I'll let everyone think of it. Was Johnny it? Depp in it? No. no. Okay. Oh, that's why uh, this would have been pre. The first movie was, uh, was, was uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street. And I think that was right around the same time. Right. Tim Burton did Nightmare on Elm Street? No. Johnny Depp's first movie was Nightmare on Elm Street. Weird thing for him to do. What did Tim Burton do back then? Frank and Weenie. It was uh, Frank and Weenie was a short that actually Frank. got him this job. Right. And so uh, this is based on um, this. I'll, I'll put it this way: this movie spawns a a briefly loved Saturday morning kids show. Oh. If you're not Duh. using Johnny Depp as your lead, I, who is his lead? Oh, I know, I know what it is. Uh, who's his lead? Uh, ready? Don't uh, tell was it, it, don't, Who's his lead? Paul Rubin. Yeah, it Paul was Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yeah, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Pee Wee's Big, Big Adventure. My large Marge is so freaking scary. <laughs> right? Yeah. That <laughs> was Tim Burton. That's Tim Burton's yeah. very first movie. Okay, I, I had you no idea that was Tim Burton. I am Tied impressed. Up. Tighten up over there. Because I loved Pee Wee. I love Pee Wee's Playhouse. Come on in, pull yourself <laughs> up a chair. <laughs> Number two is a, a Tom Hanks movie that uh, also stars John Candy. It's where Tom Hanks actually met his wife. Uh, Planes, like, trains, and automobiles. Tom Hanks and John Candy. No, no. Uh, John Candy. No, no. <laughs> yeah, John Candy. I'm trying to think of John Candy. It's a comedy. Movie. It's a silly. It's not a good comedy. <laughs> is it the one where they're out in a cabin the and they're? No, but that's that's a good guess. Good guess. Good, good guess. Um, that's um. Oh, what's her face from Cheers? Tom Hanks was an Elvis. Yes, Tom Hanks. Unrecognizable. Oh, you know what's Elvis. funny? Because he has a fat suit on. It's fantastic. Also, he does it so also, well. uh, he was filming that movie when he got COVID. When he was the first celebrity to get COVID, and we yeah. all thought like yeah. we didn't know what COVID was. Like, oh my God, Tom Hanks is going to die. He <laughs> <laughs> was fine. Like he talked different. He did such a great okay. job. Uh, I'm sorry, Tom Hanks and John Candy. I don't remember a John. Yeah, I can't I remember them Who's together John or anything. Candy? Volunteers. Oh yeah, it's a Canadian movie. Yeah. Who's John Candy? I know he's that a Canadian. He's uh, Saturday Night Live. Spaceballs. No. no, Uncle Buck. <laughs> Oh my! See, seriously, come on now. You know I have it. <laughs> yeah, Uncle Buck or plane trains and automobiles. No. You Saturday no. Night Live? I'm just, no. I've seen Saturday Night Live. Okay, he was he was a Saturday Night Live member. He was not. He's Canadian. <laughs> was he not? No, no. he's SCTV. Yeah. Oh, SCTV. Yeah, You're right. A, I'm so he's sorry. A, he's an SNL alum. Uh, cool. Running. I thought he you was seen SNL. Home, uh, home, You've seen Home Alone. No shirt on, fat guy. You've seen Oh, yes. Yeah, yes. Okay. Cool Runnings. Home Alone, yes. Yeah. That was Chris Farley. No, you broke Chris Farley. Farley for me because now I started thinking his name was John Candy. Yeah. So John Candy was in a lot of stuff okay. in the 80s. All right, so so Home Alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember was Home he Alone? one of the bad guys? No. No. Shit. Was he the dad? No. no. no he's the guy he was the one that played in the polka band, polka band in the van that she goes back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, but that's a movie I know you've seen that John Candy was uh, in. Have you seen Cool Runnings? I have. 
Was the he the guy? He's the coach. He's, He's the coach. coach. Okay. I know. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. Thank you. Cool Runnings is a good but movie. But I can see how you got cool that Cool Runnings, movie. man. I can see how you got that confused. Cool Runnings. Yeah. Uh, number, one, number one was a movie that was banned in China for... Thank you, Caleb. Yep. Well, that would be that Back would be to back the Future. <laughs> <laughs> back back to, the future. to the Future. I was going to see if she would get it. because I was, like, I'm sorry. Usually when sorry I, get, I was talking about how Caleb right, and I... Usually like, when I put her fun facts against her, she doesn't remember them. Oh, that's <laughs> right. I am so sorry. I should have just let her do it. That's weird because it said it's 88. It's because it wasn't accurately it correct no. historically. No, it's set in 85. I could have sworn it was set in 88. Time okay, travel. never Because then he goes back to 55. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. What do you I doing? Need, I need oh, both shit. of you to tie oh, up okay. over I'm, there. I'm okay. answering a text. He's got Y'all one more thing. Y'all both get one old-fashioned in It's you. also in the song. Don't know who Chris Farley got is. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> go back Yeah, it's in the song. Is it a lyric in the song? Yeah. I mean, I could totally How make a song. Is this the one? 50s no. or 1985? Okay, now you say that, yes, I remember. <laughs> so, oh, I can make us a road drink. I'm thinking 88 miles. All right, so this movie um, made f- about $15 million overall. Fifty? How much did it cost? Uh, less than that. <laughs> <laughs> so it was successful. <laughs> it made, it made, I think it was about a $9 million bu- budget. So a lot of that went to yeah, makeup. You know, it was only, yeah, most of it was makeup. You know, it was four sequels successful, so. <laughs> um, <laughs> but House was four sequels. Three sequels successful, and that movie was trash. That movie yeah. was trash. However, the best thing about House 2. Uh, yeah, House 2 is great. The second story, the best thing about it is John Ratzenberger. Yes. Because yes. he, I'm like, yes. I still want the John Ratzenberger movie. Yes. Oh, yes. Because he's an electrician and also adventurer. Yeah. <laughs> and they can, like, come out of there, and he's still, he's, he's already there. He's right. Like, he's yeah, packing a sword in his, yeah. his electrician's kit. Like, yeah, hey, I just got a sword right here. <laughs> oh, what you got here is an intermissional portal. <laughs> nice. It's a great movie. Happens all the time. All right, so where do you think of the top 100 that Return of the Living Dead uh, landed? Top 100? Yeah. It was number four in its weekend. It I'm going to say 49. I'm going to say... No, hold on. We've got a camera issue. Oh, that's... I was trying to do behind the scenes. Oh. Okay. Oh, we're, we're still rolling? Yeah. I'm going to say 87. 87. Oh, I said 49. 49? I underestimated before, so let me say 50. 50. I'll say 22. 64. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh. I almost said 69. So I you, you if I had said 69, this. I would have won. Sorry. I, sometimes you get weird texts on your phone. You're like, who is that and why am I getting this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was one of those. All right. So uh, it did not make the top five, so let's play the top five game. Okay. Oh, God. Uh, from five. Back to the future. Five to one. <laughs> Back to the future is number one. I yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it was the biggest movie yet. of 1985. You can escape it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, number five is a Steve Gutenberg film. Who's that? Three men and a little lady. Three men and baby. No. It's three a little early for that, isn't it? That's, that's three later. men and a little lady. Yeah, that's later. Steve Gutenberg. Um, is it too early for Cocoon? Oh, Cocoon! Cocoon. Okay, okay. Cocoon. Look at you. That was a good movie. Number four oh is the fourth, and I think your favorite of this franchise. Is that a Star Trek movie? No, because that Star is Wars not movie? my favorite. The fourth is not my favorite. <laughs> You're not a one for the whales? Uh-uh. <laughs> the whales are coming this season on the show. It's like the I think Fuck it may the be whales. The, the whales may be our next movie. Or the this movie would be Rocky Four with Dolph Lundgren yeah. because he is my husband. Okay. Like if I were like married to a hot Swedish guy Isn't with, a, with a master's in chemical engineering. Okay, so I thought physicist, but he does have like chemical an engineering. He's got yeah. two. De- he's got four degrees actually, and to be still, quite honest. Yeah. And he still does the acting thing because he was an Aquaman. 
Oh, he acts all the time. Oh. He's so, also in the Creed movies. He plays the yeah. same character in the Creed movies. He, he was in Aquaman? I will with break. your other love. Uh, yeah. So which one did you love more in Aquaman? Oh, see, it's really She really wants hard. an aqua I, sandwich. I want <laughs> Yes. I want to be the aqua sandwich. It's like her options. I want to I want a Samoan Swedish sandwich. I want to be in the middle See, of those two. You just should have just gone for Mara. You could have done a way better job. Uh, oh God, man! <laughs> Let me tell you what. Don't even, <laughs> don't even get me started on that bitch. Because <laughs> I'm not even. But yeah, that's one of my favorite movies. Number, Number three. three is the second part of a. I want to say it's a five-part franchise now. Yeah, I think it's five parts now. It's number three of a five part. Number two of a number three is yeah, the number. Okay, but we're the, we're in the second, second of a of five part franchise. Is it Indiana is Jones? It Indiana Jones? And no, but both of y'all guessed almost at the same time, and that's great. But no, not in, in Indiana Jones. Um, film. Star Wars. No, 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 no there's a lot. That's, nope. that's at least Jurassic nine. Park. <laughs> nope. No. Did you see me throw stuff at him? Like ninety. Yeah, yeah but we just had 90s. another one, so that could make sense. Uh, absolutely, I'm sure, sure. Okay. I don't know what we've had five of. That's. Uh, is it a kids film? Is it Jaws? Jaws? Is it one of the Jaws films? No, there's only four Jaws films. Oh. As of now, there's more than one Jaws film. Yeah, there's Jaws. We've Jaws done Jaws two, two on this show. Jaws oh. three. <laughs> and then, and then we had Steve Wise from Pensacon. Oh, we did. We did Jaws two. No, wait. We, we did. did. We did that. We did that. Yeah. I wasn't the, here. Yes, you were. Yes, yeah. you were. Steve Wise was here. Yeah, we we didn't do it in this room. We were still in the old rooms. The oh God, that was a long. No, yeah, because I hadn't seen Jaws. And then okay. there's, did Jaws yeah, and then there's Jaws the Revenge with there's Michael Caine. There's no continuity. You could just jump in at whatever, whichever one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I've seen scenes of Jaws. Wow. Okay. That's I cool. don't know. Uh, ooh. Uh, uh, stars uh, the guy who stars in your favorite movie that we just talked. Mm. Okay. So it has Sylvester Stallone. Probably. What does he do? Is it Rambo? Rambo. 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 Part two. There First you go. One, part two. Uh, number two. Is the movie that uh, cemented Eddie Murphy as a star? Rush Hour? Was he in Rush Hour? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop. Hey. It was close. It was the same mindset. We were getting there. Uh, like I think Back to the Future was I think 48 one. Hours is the one that goes, here's Eddie Murphy to the world. And Beverly Hills Cop, Hills Cop but he needs another 48 and hours. And my favorite, I have two favorite Eddie Murphy movies. My first one is um, Harlem Nights, mm-hmm. which is great like movie. great movie, so funny. So and then I love um, Boomerang. I really I enjoyed him Boomerang. as Donkey in Shrek. He's good. <laughs> Harlem yeah. Nights is great because you got Della Reese and she makes you the movie. Me my my pinky pinky you shot me in my pinky toe. <laughs> um, I if if I had to pick uh, Eddie Murphy films, gun to my head, I would say. Um, what a l- weird thing to have a gun in your head about. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, life. Oh, life, life is, is good. Movie. Life is hilarious. Life is a great movie. It's a got great a good movie. heart, and then at the end it's... Yeah, the whole movie I'm is really solid. And uh, Bowfinger. I mean, yeah. I do like Bowfinger. Bowfinger. <laughs> mm. Bowfinger. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. A movie if you want to be a film... Is it possible for a movie to be awkward? Like, Bowfinger feels awkward. When Absolutely. It's awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I like... So like Bowfinger doesn't want to be at the party of the room, and yeah. it is. This is going to be the Wallflower <laughs> and movie, I know but it's, it's an great. Obvious, I know it's an obvious answer, but let's not forget Coming to America. Coming to America is great. I mean, it really is. But, so Boomerang She's is so an unpopular opinion, but the I things I like about Boomerang is, A, if you don't know this, and I know you don't know this, but <laughs> Eddie Murphy is a huge Star Trek fan. 
Huge Star oh, Trek 100% fan. 100% I did not and know And so in the movie, there's a movie when he's in the bed with Robin Givens, and they're watching Star Trek. Was it Robin or the other one that he's in the bed with? Robin, yeah. Robin. And they're watching Star Trek, which I think is great. But I love Grace Jones in that movie. Do you, do you know why they're <laughs> watching Star Trek? Because it what was on when they turned the TV on? No, because I actually know this. Okay, tell Ugh. me why. That doesn't Eddie sound. Murphy is a huge Star Trek fan. Right, that's why I just said He was <laughs> so, so, so big that he was going to be in Star Trek Four, And his... Uh, producer, his um, agent talked him out mm-hmm. of it to do The Golden Child. Oh, wow. He uh, should have been. That was a mistake. Yeah, that was a mistake. Because Golden Child is not that great. But, so, but, but you see, the fun fact is that they rewrote Eddie Murphy's part to be their love interest that Shatner meets. Oh, uh, that works. So he so. was going to be the whale expert? Yeah, he's going to be the whale expert. That's hilarious. The whale in the whale movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Duly noted. Um, Which we'll be watching soon. But Boomerang, I love Grace Jones in that movie. <laughs> is Boomerang the one where he plays like he becomes a congressman, or is that a different one? No, That's Boomerang is the one. Gentleman. Yeah, Boomerang is the one where he um, works for like an advertising agency, and so you got Grace Jones, who is this, I guess, weird model, and she's trying to sell her um, perfume called Essence, Essence of Sex or. Po- or whatever yep. but yeah. she in the middle of the board meeting she takes off her panties and shoves it in somebody's face this is, this is yeah, i remember sex. very i don't remember specifics but i, I remember parts but, and i remember but it's it's cute i also love um trading places oh yeah good movies yeah then there's like the occasional norbit <laughs> yeah, and then there's or Norbit. Pluto Nash or whatever. And if you like those, those are fine. We'll Trading Place is great, though. Um, we have done one movie uh, from 1985. Uh, can you remember what Back it is? Back to the Future? Well, it did, too. That's right. We've done Back to the Future. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> there's two. Sorry. I forgot that one. Because um, it's even in my notes. But um, we did another, and we've also talked about it today. We talked about it today? Mm-hmm. Is it the number two? No. The second one of something? that w- Jaws 2. Mm-mm. That wasn't. We saw Jaws two. Yeah, but it didn't come out in 1985. <laughs> I thought it did. I thought that was the whole point of no. us listing in the top. Whatever. I guessed it as what. Came no, out no. We, we, we brought it. Oh, we guessed it. We brought you. Yeah, we, we were so we talked about this today mm-hmm. at this podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> Titanic. No, that's 1997. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. that was like late. Um, I'm just thinking of things we talked about. Gremlins. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even talk about. <laughs> was it in my fun facts? Uh, no. Thank God. Was it <laughs> <laughs> also Gremlins? To hell was that Galligan? Right. By Nemesis. Yeah. Oh, no, oh God, let's not get him started on that guy. So no, we'll have you back on when we do Gremlins too, so you can tell that story. <laughs> Bring me back. We I'll, didn't I'll, do I'll Rambo, call. did we? No, no, we no. Rambo. We did do Rocky Four. Yeah, I, I will say it is not a movie that was in the list of top whatever. Is it okay. In Star, was that was it a Star Trek movie? No, it was not in the top whatever. Okay, was it? It's a movie uh, that we mentioned. I know. Uh, yeah, I think you mentioned, you mentioned it and I mentioned it, but, but you didn't know the title until I had to bring it up. Who, me? All of you. <laughs> wait, wait. Oh, my God. Hold on. We play this game every I week. Lo- this is my favorite and game. And Justine and I, I th- always fail miserably. I get miserably. so tickled. Because we've already been drinking at this point. the title me going, oh, yeah. He's in it. Give me one person. Just one person. Go ahead. Was it what? Wait, was it Home Alone? Mm-mm. Okay, no. give me one person. But it's one of the. But, it, but it's one of those uh, thought, like uh, after thought kind of things that we've talked about. We talked about that. I hate this game. It's oh. there. I, I hate it too. It's annoying. I, I, I just remember. Do you know it? Oh, what is it? Return to Oz. Yes, Return to Oz. That I was do. this year. 
1985. Yeah. Oh, that's a horrible movie. This is this is why I made the Hunch Punch because I hated <laughs> you for making me watch it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's She's why like, we she doesn't remember <laughs> that. She drank that movie away. See, I was gonna say Faroosh Balk, but I think that would have given it away. Yeah, yeah. Faroosh no. like, Balk was in Return to Oz. She's yeah. Dorothy in that. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. You ever seen it? That was Faroosh. Terrible movie. <laughs> it's <laughs> dramatic. <laughs> it's like I saw it in '85, and it's like. We're going to strap her, and give, uh, strap her down and give her electroshock treatments. Yeah, that's what I want to see at eight. Right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, you kind of wonder how many parents brought their kids to that movie, and at that point went, we yeah. made a terrible mistake. Oh, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> like, so many, so many parents were like, oh, it's another Oz film. Like I remember growing up watching it. This was Oz. not a regular Oz film. It's like when everybody brought their kids to see Ghostbusters, and then Dan Aykroyd got blew by a ghost. I love the Ghostbusters, and I don't know how in the world it was ever called a children's movie, because as a parent now, I'm like, you can't know. Mm. <laughs> You know, even as a kid, I never, I never questioned it. I was just like, I didn't. I saw that movie over and over and over again, and I never thought it occurred to me. I don't think as a kid you even realized what was going on. It's like, okay, hey, mom, Ray made a funny face. (laughs) It's kind of like Looney Tunes. You watch it again as an adult, and you're like, oh wait, did they just say that? Uh, Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Well, I think that was Return of the Living Dead. Oh yeah, I think it was. We covered everything, everything, absolutely everything. Uh, I want to thank our guests. Yeah, Mark, yeah. And Mike. you guys were wonderful. delightful. Thank you for coming. Oh, thank you. How can uh, people find you? Uh, he's gonna do it because I suck at this. I was gonna say I'm gonna go first because I have to do her yeah. social oh. media links as well. Absolutely. I make a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do hers first. Insmith Rag, you can find it. Is it the Insmith Rag? No, or it's Insmith Rag PC. Listen, I know on that one. Insmith Rag PC on Insta and Twitter. You can find the Jester's Court at Jester's Court Pod on Insta, Facebook, and Twitter. And buy some coffee. I sell coffee. BRSCoffeeGo.com. I'm so excited about that. Yeah, I'm ready yeah, to try coffee. that. All right. Well, this is Sky saying this is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours. Bye. Bye. Brains. <laughs>